Yo, what's good, people, man? It's your boy, Persona. Game of Persona, one half of the What's Up PlayStation podcast crew. How y'all feeling today? And welcome to episode 151 of What's Up PlayStation podcast, podcast for the community, by the community. I'm your host this week, Persona. And we got a great show, man. We got a, a, a jam-packed show today. This is definitely going to be a long one. So, you know, definitely get your breakfast. You know, make sure you guys... Or, you know, got your, got, your, got your coffee, got your cereal, got your bacon and eggs, whatever you need. Because, uh, yeah, we're we, we going to be jamming today, man. It's going to be a nice good episode, man. We got membership topics this week as well. It's a new month. We are in February. And we're that much closer to Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I know a lot of you are excited. I'm excited as well. But shout out to the WUPS Nation members. Shout out to the WUPS uh, community subscribers. Shout out to people that might be finding our channel for the first time. We appreciate you. You know, I hope you're enjoying your stay. And by the end of the show, we hope you, we earn your like and your subscribe. With that being said, guys, man, listen, I am, you know, What's Up PlayStation Podcast is a, is a two-man team, man. It's not just me. Not just one. It's not just the other. It's a two-man team. Well, that's four. It's a two-man team. Two. It's a two-man team. Whereas uh, me and my bro, Bari, and you guys see him down there, man. You see the light-skinned guy down there, right? Mr. Lightskin himself. You understand? Mr. Jerk Chicken. You understand? Mr. Mr. Lancelot Ice for Fiend Rock. Mr. White Fiend Dragon Rock. Boys in the building. Oh, yeah. White Dragon Boys in the building. We're going to talk about it, though. But, yo, shout out to my bro, Barry in the building. Barry, what's going on with you, bro? Yo, what is good, YouTube? What's up, PlayStation Nation? Welcome to another episode of the What's Up, PlayStation podcast. Episode 151 to be exact, man. Yeah, it's a beautiful morning. It's a beautiful morning. Ah. <laughs> Yo, man. Very, very excited. Very, very good. Great times to be a PlayStation gamer. It feels good, don't it? Someone, don't it feel good? I feel good, man. Huh? Always. Don't it feel good being up all 12 o'clock at night playing video games? Yeah, absolutely. Huh? Absolutely, man. You know what Grinding. I mean? But, yo... Grinding we see the beautiful that. what happened i said yeah grinding for that uh that boss that boss to get that specific uh you know piece of equipment we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk my fault my fault i interrupted i, interrupt, I interrupt, uh interrupted your intro my fault go ahead go ahead man but now nah, we see the beautiful playstation nation in the chat we see the beautiful webs nation in the chat what's good guys hopefully everybody is having a wonderful morning if you don't mind hit the like button share the stream out get the playstation nation in here because it's going to be a banger for show, man. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. You know, a lot of impressions. A lot of, review, well, you know, scores. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be a fun one, man. So, hopefully you guys enjoy. Hopefully you guys enjoy your stay. If you're new, make sure you check out the older content as well. Or Whoops Reviews and all that stuff. Uh, um, It's up on the channel. Matter of fact, we, I think we should do a Whoops Review for Grand Blue as well. Yeah. You know, just to have that on there. But, uh, yeah, man. It's going to be a good one. Let's get into it. Sir, yes, sir. Barry, how you feeling this week? How's your week been so far? My week has been great, man. I ain't even gonna hold you, man. I've been, I've been, I've been having a good time, man. I've been having a wonderful time. Like, you ever been anticipating the game and it's like everything you wanted? There's some stuff that could be, you know, hashed out. It could be, it's not like 100% perfect, but it's everything you wanted as far as like the gameplay, uh, the, 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 the system mechanics, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the boss fights, just how they implemented a lot from the from the mobile game to now this 3D, you know, JRPG. 
and yeah, I, I I've just been having a ball, man. I've been, like I said, I've been Grand Blue. That's all I've been playing. Versus Rising and Relink is all I've been playing, yo. You know, I mean, almost sixty hours in Relink already. Uh, I've been enjoying that, and almost a hundred hours in 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 Versus Rising. Uh, I think I'm like just short of that uh, Versus Rising, but yeah, man, I, I I've been having a good time, man. It's been a good week. Um, you know, it's closing week. It wasn't crazy. It was crazy, but it wasn't crazy, crazy. A little stressful, but it wasn't like as stressful as prior. Uh, you know, closing months or whatnot. But yeah, I, I just been I've just been chilling, man, and just cruising, man. Uh, I know for sure. I I, I got to stick to my guns. I got to get the hell up off of Twitter, man. Persona, persona. <laughs> it, 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 it it's coming to that boiling point. It's coming to that point where. When I just scroll in that joint, I get frustrated. Yeah. And now seeing so many people that hate spoilers, that hate when other people ruin games, just constantly posting and posting and posting yeah. shit about Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, it's time to get the fuck up out of Twitter. I am up out of there, and I'll see you guys in March or something because, yo, it is getting crazy, and I don't want to get spoiled for my most anticipated game. Uh, and... I feel like we're, we're we're getting to that 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 point uh, on the, in the Twitterverse. So uh, we're gonna be re- reacting to the, the state of play, but after that, deuces. <laughs> and I'm gone. Yeah, I already. Um, this next week after the state of play, I'm actually gonna mute. You know, stop muting up, muting up some words and stuff like that too. So I get, I get it though. I get I'm it. Getting, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting the hell up out of there. I'm gone. Yeah, no, nah, I get you it. I mean, I get it. I get yo, it, y'all lucky, y'all lucky. We can't post stuff right away uh you know from the from the console you know because like yeah the, the 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 mobile option is cool but having to save it's, incom- all that it's inconvenient there, man it's very yeah. inconvenient would have been posting up way more uh pictures and stuff and and, and gameplay and mm-hmm. showing cool stuff but i'm just like all right man i'll just wait until i do my review video which is going to be coming and you know what's reviews or whatnot yep yep uh yeah, that's what's up, man. You know, it sounds like you know you definitely had a, a very a very busy week. Uh, so I get it, man. Uh, for for me, man, you know, definitely, definitely, this week has definitely been uh really, really, really interesting, really, really good. Uh, for me as well, both on gaming side and obviously uh in in real life personal things, uh within my career and whatnot. Uh, you know, got really really good news this week. So, you know, it's definitely, definitely, um, you know, hard work pays off, you know, definitely, you know, the job, you know, shout out to Kobe job's not finished, you know, job's not finished, but you know, um, we always, we always climbing that, that ladder, man. So it's a, it's a, it's a good feeling. Um, gaming wise, you know, uh, you know, the state of play, which we're going to talk about, uh, later on in the show, uh, you know, you know, I'm still riding that high, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, grand blue fantasy relink, um, we're going to talk about that too when we get to our our impressions and thoughts on the game and you know it 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 really is just a great time right now man like it's a lot of great games that released uh and have released and are going to continue to release and I'm just I'm excited man so uh yeah man it's 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 a good time it's a good time uh with gaming it's a good time in in personal life and I'm happy I'm happy right now right so yeah you know big shout out to everybody in the chat too man Really appreciate everybody coming through. Like I said this morning, rocking out with us on uh, What's Up PlayStation Podcast, episode 151. And uh, yo, man, uh, big shout out to Barry, too. 21 months as a member of Whoops Nation. He says, let's go! Hit the like button for the Whoops boys slash men. Hey, fire. 
And then big shout out to Cyber Dragon, 21 months as a member on the channel as well. He says, morning, morning, chat, mods in the What's Up PlayStation podcast. It's Saturday. It's February. It's time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and guys, remember, it's what, it's, uh, our discussion is going to be Whoops, uh, Whoops Nation member topics. So, you know, if you are a Whoops Nation member and you haven't thrown a topic in there, definitely throw a topic in there uh, if you want. Um, you know, it's going to be cool. You know, we always do that every month at the start of the month. So, you know, there's that. Also, guys, remember, guys, you can check out What's Up, Play- What's Up PlayStation podcast, not just here on YouTube, but you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your favorite podcast streaming platforms as well. The show typically goes up a day or so after. So there's that. But with that being said, Barry, let's get into the show, man. We got a, we got a lot to get through, man. So let's get through it. Uh, so typically we would do the games for the week, games uh, releasing for the week, but Push Square ain't update the website. They caught, they caught on to us, man. They caught on. They Yo, said, Push Square, what's up? Yeah, man. I don't know what's going on, man. Push Square uh, did not update their website. You know, we not in January no more. Uh, and it isn't the week of the 21st. So, you know, these, these are old games. So we, 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 we're going, we're going, we're going to kind of not skip past it, but we're going to, we're going to kind of just list off some of the games we know that has released this week. So this week, um, you know, we know that Granville Fantasy Relink officially released this week. The early access for Granville Fantasy Relink was on Sunday. And then the game officially released on February 1st on Thursday. Um, like a Dragon Infinite Wealth released as well. I know that's been getting a lot of critical acclaim and appraise as well. Dark Light released this week as well, which is a really um which is a 2D platform action platformer. Um, which you know, very reminiscent of Animal Mutation. If you haven't played that game, definitely play that game. But Dark Light is looking really good. Um, really, really fun. Just so many games. I can't get to that right now, but that is definitely a game that looks really dope too. Uh and then Persona 3 Reloaded, which is the remake to uh, Persona 3, um, that released on Friday as well. I know that was, uh, that, you know, a lot of people are really excited and happy for that too. Um, those are kind of the big ones that stood out to me. Anything else stood out Tommy to you this Hill, week, though? Oh, uh, so, short, short message. Oh, no. uh, I, don't, I don't know if you want to count that, but go ahead. <laughs> I mean, it, it was like a stealth release. Yeah. Oh, uh, Suicide Squad as uh, well. Was Suicide Squad released this week? Yeah, Suicide Squad came out. Yeah. It was Justice League. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, Curse. Oh, uh, yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen. Came out this week mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Ace Attorney. Um, oh, Ace Attorney uh, released? Uh, yeah. That's the... Justice, okay. Uh, trilogy. Yep. Okay. That came out this week as well. Um, I think that was all the big notable ones. Those are the big ones, out. right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of games. A lot of games. A lot of great games. Something out there for everybody. Um. So, you know, definitely, definitely, uh, definitely pay attention to that. Right. Uh, but yeah, that, those are the spot, the quickest spotlight we've ever done. Right. But, uh, we are going to get into the spotlight portion of the show. And for those who are new here, man, the spotlight is where me and Bari give you a game or a game. If we decide to break the rules that y'all could check out, right. It could be brand new games. It'd be old games. It'd be games for your childhood. It'd be games that haven't even released yet. The purpose of the spotlight is for us to spotlight games that we think you, the community, should check out. So, Bari, starting with you, what is your spotlight game for the week? And are you gonna break the rules? Your persona. What's up? I'm spotlighting one game this week. What? I was about to put the rule break emoji. What? You break? You not breaking no rules this? Now, now, hold on. This ain't Bari. This is not Bari I'm talking to. 
This is an imposter. Spotlighted one game this week. Okay. And the only game I'm spotlighting this week is Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. The reason why I'm spotlighting this one game this week, because this is the only game you should be playing this week. Mm. Uh, PlayStation Nation, sit down. Let me talk to you. Okay. I see many of you, many of you using List Wars on Twitter, YouTube. Exclusives. Oh my God. Exclusives. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. I've been waiting for years. Lying to the people. You ain't waiting for shit. I ain't see you hype up this game until November 2023. Okay. List wars all day, every day. Then when the game comes out, we're putting up actual clips in and, and screenshots. The same people that was using stuff for list wars. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get it down later. I got a backlog. What? How does the backlog overcome big games that's releasing? Crazy. That's what the backlog is for. When the big game come out, then you go back to the, you finish that, then you go back to the backlog. Huh? I've been watching you and I've been seeing you dudes. Twitter spaces, Twitter, YouTube podcasts, all goddamn months. Hyping up stuff that when it comes out, you ain't playing, you ain't purchasing it. You should be ashamed of yourself. If the shoe fits, wear it. You should be ashamed of yourself. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, amazing game, man. Amazing game. Been having a grandiose time with my bro Persona playing that game. Everybody before the game came out, yo, hit us up. We want to play online. <laughs> the bat signal go out, crickets. Crickets. I don't know what the hell is going on with y'all, man. I'm not saying you have to play online with everybody. But the fact that I've seen people hype games up or hype this game up for list wars against uh, whoever. And then when it comes down to it, you come in, in, in tweets of not even just asking anybody if they, they purchase it or not. Just, just regular tweets. Oh, yeah, this game looks fun. I'll purchase it uh, later on the year. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> the hell is going on, man? <laughs> but, yeah, I, I've been loving the hell out of Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Amazing new chapter, new story to the Grand Blue series. Um, if you if you're new to Grand Blue, they have a lot of great system mechanics in the game. Glossaries, your dictionary, Larry's journal that can get you caught up. You're gonna have to read a little bit, but it will get you caught up into a lot of the things and a lot of the lore aspects. You know, what I mean, lore is a very important thing that people love in soul games, right? They will go and play a soul game. Oh, let me find this journal. Let me find this. But anything outside of that, they don't want to look up lore or read and all that stuff. Mm. It's craziness, man. But uh, yeah, I've been loving the hell out of the game. Very, very addicting. You know, I, I could, we, the Persona, Persona already know, we're going to get into the impressions with this, but you could do a boss fight for three hours. That's one boss fight for three hours. It's constantly playing. Super fun. Mm. You know, especially the modes that we're playing on and whatnot. But mm. yeah, I, I, I love the story. I love the characters. I like the new additions uh, that they added there without spoiling the game. Um, and yeah, I, I, I just think this is a great game, man. 
it is a great game. I'm very, very happy how it released. Uh, there's a few things that it can fix, but we're going to talk about that. But other than that, having having a great time, man. And I don't want to hear about no Steam numbers. Steam numbers is cool. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna post the Steam numbers or retweet it because it's one of my anticipated games because I like to see people you know having fun and and, and purchasing the game or playing the game. But I want to see you PlayStation motherfuckers. I want to see you posting your screenshots and gameplay. You don't give me no goddamn Steam numbers. You PlayStation Nation. That's my spotlight game. Sorry. It's one of those episodes this week. I'm sorry. It's one yeah, of those episodes. Yeah, so I, I, I think Bari is in rare form today because that was more of a rant and not a spotlight. <laughs> so, yeah, Bari, th- th- I think this is letting you know what type of episode you guys are in for today uh, because Bari is definitely in rare form today. But... Uh, great spotlight, Barry. I agree with it. Am I lined up? No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, so I agree with everything you just said. I, I agree, you know, I, and that typically that typically tends to happen a lot where, like, you know, we get, you know, people get into these list wars of listing all these, you know, great games or games that are coming to a specific platform. But when you when you delve deeper into those questions of, oh, well, are you actually supporting this or buying it? Why does that matter? That's what that's their response. <laughs> why does that matter? It doesn't matter. I don't need this part. Of it. <laughs> you know, so what I gotta do with my PSN. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, you know, great spotlight, Bari. Uh, we're definitely gonna dive deeper into Grand Blue in our impressions. Um, I don't wanna label it as a review, even though me and Bari both completed the game because we are gonna do a watch reviews episode and actually review the game, but we will talk about, you know, things that we enjoy and don't like within our impressions. But uh for me guys, uh my spotlight game for the week, first of all. I'm Persona. I'm the I'm the rule breaker. I'm the creator of breaking the rules when it comes to this show. Go back to the very beginning of Whoops podcast. I am the creator. I am the one that that pioneered the rule breaking. Do you remember why you re- broke the rules? I forgot. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But the point is, I you, pioneered. You broke the rule because you did a PlayStation <laughs> podcast spotlighted a Nintendo game. <laughs> And that's what he was breaking the rules. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, yo, listen, but yeah, I am definitely breaking the rules, guys. And my first spotlight game for the week is actually going to be a game that's releasing next week that uh, is looking really good. You know, definitely going to put put some time into it. Hell Divers Two. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, you know, this game is looking really great, man. Uh, really, really fun. Really excited to jump into this. Me and Bari and whoever else want to come through and play with us. Um, and that's going to be a Whoops Game Night game where we're going to definitely stream that. And you know, play. So uh really, really excited for for this game. Can't wait. Cannot, cannot, cannot wait for uh Helldivers 2. I, you know, I think the game is looking Yo, great. that's what February 8th, right? Yeah. Damn. I know. Then the second game I'm gonna spotlight is a game from a developer that I really love. Um so Focus Entertainment is releasing a game called Banishers. Um, I think it's Songs of Eden or, or something like that. I forget the, the, the other part of the title. But Don't Nod is the developer for this game. And Don't Nod are the developers of another game that I really love called Vampire, which I love, 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 love that game. Got got the platinum in that. That's you know, I did like three playthroughs to get the platinum because it's very specific, uh, uh, very specific what you have to do 
and your certain runs and stuff like that. And I love that game so much. Um, and I believe Life is Strange as well, the first one. I believe Don't Nod made Life is Strange 1 yeah. as well, which I love. The best one. I love, yeah, that's obviously that's the best one. Life is Strange 1 is definitely the best Best Life is Strange. Um, I like Max and Chloe, their dynamic. I love those games, right? So Banishers is definitely something that's on my list. Only thing is it's coming out at a bad, it's, it's coming out at such a bad time for me personally um, because there's too many other games and then things that I got going on in real life where I can't, you know. So it's like, you know, when I'm going to get to it, I don't know, but it does look really good. The combat looks great. The story looks really interesting. Definitely something that's on my list for sure. Uh, and last but not least, I'm only doing three games, guys. I'm doing three games, three games. So my last spotlight game for this week. Ladies and gentlemen, what y'all think this is? Did you really think I was going to do a spotlight on episode 151 of What's Up PlayStation podcast after having a state of play on Wednesday and not spotlight the yams? Stella Blade, or a.k.a. Stella Liam. Shout out, to, shout out to Stone. Stella Blade, which we got a release date. We're going to talk about that later in the show with the news. But this is a game I can't wait to play. Combat looks incredible. The world looks beautiful. It oozes that PlayStation fragrance. What's that smell? Whatever it is, it smells good. I can't wait for Stella Blade. I'm very, very excited for this game. Cannot wait for it. Um... I'm really, this is like one of my most anticipated games. It was my, one of my most anticipated games last year, but it got pushed to this year. I'm just glad that we got confirmation of release date. Got to see some new gameplay. You guys see the gameplay playing uh, on the screen right now. The new gameplay we saw at the state of play. So I hope you guys are enjoying that. Uh, but we're going to dive deep into that game during the news and really give our thoughts and whatnot. But uh, Stella Blade, those are my spotlights, man. Right? But, you know, let us know in the comments. Let us know in the chat. What are y'all spotlight games for the week, man? Let us know. We love to uh, hear what the community spotlighting and remember guys you can always spotlight a game that's brand new old from your childhood or whatever you know the point is just to spotlight games you think the community should play with that being said guys let's get into our impressions of grand blue fantasy Relink. because i know barry i see barry face barry's like persona will you hurry up with the spotlight so we could get back to grand blue fantasy Relink? i want to talk about the game all right barry you ain't got to get at me bro all right man but um, Granville Fantasy Relink, right? Uh, you know, the game came out Sunday for people who bought the premium edition of the game. You got early access. I think it's 72 hour early access. And, um, for everybody else released on February 1st, it is an action RPG, um, with a pretty beefy end game. They're not calling it a live service per se, but, um, it does have, um, not necessarily live service elements, but it's got that, that, uh, like Genshin Impact gameplay loop type of type of thing, if that makes sense, right? Um, but yo, Barry, I want you to. I, I would have put live service even closer because yeah, it's no not battle pass. Yeah, it's There's not. No it's none of that. You earn everything in game. Mm-hmm. But uh, Barry, yo, start us off, man. Give us, you know, you kind of spotlighted it, but you know, um, this is more of an impressions. I don't want to call this our review, even though we both did complete the game. But there's three elements that I want you to talk about uh, with this within our impressions, right? Thoughts on the story, thoughts on the combat, and thoughts on the replayability of the game. And then give me your dislikes after that. Yeah, um, so yeah, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink is a new story within the Grand Blue Fantasy uh lore where uh, you know, the Skyfarers of the Grand Cipher, which is the Captain Grand Ojita and the crew, 
they're going towards uh, Zega Grande. It's a new Skydom, so it's a different area uh, from the Fonte Grand, uh, Grande um, area in the original game. And this is this is pretty much a direct sequel from the original RPG, where in the last chapter they was uh, you know pretty much interacting with a lot of quote unquote astros or yeah with astros, and they're continuing this uh, search for. I think it's called Estelucia. Yeah, Estelucia. Yeah. Uh, the land of the Astros. You know what I mean? See what's going on from prior stuff with Chapter 3 in the mobile game. It continues from there, but everything that you can learn about the game, you can you can, you can can pretty much learn in-game in the glossary and the dictionary and all that stuff with, with uh, Lyria's journal. But uh, we meet new people. His name is Roland. It's Mr. Fix-It in a, in, a, in a town called like Focal and whatnot. But and then the story goes from there as far as helping rolling out and helping this new Skydom out, you know, and then you learn more about the the Church of Avia and their goals as far as what they want to do. And, you know, I don't think this is a spoiler, but, you know, they kidnap uh, Lyria. Lyria is one of the main characters in Grand Blue where she is, she is like soul linked to Gran or Jita. Uh, in the in the in the early game, uh, Grand and Jita helped save uh, Lyria and uh, Catalina, but they ended up dying. And Lyria pretty much used half her life force, linked it uh, with Grand or Jita, so they can stay alive. And that's why Grand have the power of Bahamut, uh, proto Bahamut, and all that stuff, where he has the fireball and all those things that he can do. But other than that, that's where the story picks up, and I love the direction of where they're going. I like the the Zega Grande area. It's pretty cool. A lot of different uh, locales and things like that. Uh, the characters are very, very dope. That's one thing that's great about Grand Blue is the character. Um, I think all the characters are cool, have their own like di- dynamic, and it's very, very fun to interact with them and see how they interact with each other mm. uh, in the Grand Cypher or in these, these towns and whatnot. One thing I like to say, I like the towns. There's only two towns in the game. There's Fo- uh, Folka and uh, Feed uh, Hollow. Feed Hollow. Mm-hmm. But the way how they created the towns, as far as the hub, um, it, 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 it makes it seem like it's very bustling, like a bustling city, bustling town. Especially Seed uh, Hollow. Very busy. Like, when I, like yeah, the, first time, busy. the first time I got to Seed Hollow, I was actually blown away because I was like, yo, this, this is like a really lively, dense city mm-hmm. like there's a lot going on like you get a really good feel of like that hustle and bustle like you said of being in like a big city and yeah Folka is kind of really different because it's very chill very mellow very peaceful like I, I think they nailed the dynamics between both cities and made them both fit within this game and and mm-hmm. and feel realistic yeah because seed hollow is like the biggest city in that skydom mm-hmm. well i think i remember what they said but yeah, I, I I love the interactions going on in the city. Um, there's a lot of side quests going on. Yo, one thing I have to say, that's that's impression before we get like could we get into this in our review? But the performance in this game is top notch. Chef's kiss. It's in, it's it's on point. It's really Bro, on point. it's it's yeah. some of the fastest loading I've witnessed to to next to uh Forspoken and other PlayStation games. Like you can legit fast travel to city to city in a matter of seconds, bro, mm-hmm, instantly. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And when you do beat the game, you can you get the fast travel ability where you can go from different locales in the town or the city. And it's just like instant loading, instant loading. Nothing ever hinders big boss fights. 
there's 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 fireballs, destruction, lasers, particles all over the place that's going on, and four characters doing their own individual thing as far as their own fireballs and projectiles and lasers and everything, right? And nothing hitches. Nothing hitches, yo. It looks great. Um performance mode is 1080p 60. Uh 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 fidelity mode is 4K 30. I did look at it uh fidelity mode, but that's the due to like the art style of the game. Performance mode still looks great. Uh the game looks uh, is beautiful. You know, I love very I love the, uh, the art style. Of it's, a very, it's, it's a very sorry go ahead finish your thought sorry to cut no, you no no go ahead because you about to say i think you about to say colorful or whatnot yeah like the 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 color palette used in this game and like the 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 detail of the characters even though it's very anime-ish it's still very detailed and looks very beautiful mm-hmm. um one of the other things i really 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 love about this game is the the all of the characters just they all pop in this game like the moves the color palette with how the moves look the the and all that stuff is just very beautiful looking. Even in performance mode, it it it's just beautiful. Like honestly, it's a very beautiful game. And I'm playing on my OLED uh, C1. Very beautiful. Yeah, and they're seeing all the different races and everybody how to interact, mm-hmm. fighting against these. Like I like I said, I, I told people from the beginning with this game, like fighting against these primal beasts is going to be crazy. And yes, these boss fights can get crazy, man. And, but it's it's super fun. Like that's one thing I love about the gameplay direction and where they went. Mm-hmm. How they 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 pretty much fused the the RPG of the mobile game within an action game here, um, with the abilities and the stuff that you can do and the, and the, the buffs and the debuffs and and the cooldown and the sigils and all that stuff entwined within this, and it just works beautifully uh, in the action you know setting man and, and yeah it, it's 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 everything i wanted for this game to be um i i do wish the story was a bit longer but in you know at the end of my playthrough i think i was like at 30 hours uh that's me doing you know side missions that's me doing some of the uh fate order uh the fate episodes that's me doing uh that's you know traversing and looking for these crustaceans or whatnot with the crabs uh but yeah you know i i I enjoy my time a lot here and it's just so much more to do because like i said after that we're like 60 hours in or close to 60 hours in and it's still so much to do because they're just unlocking new um boss fights they're unlocking new quests and they're trying to get this gear you know me and persona we hit level 100 yesterday but even though we hit level 100 there's still more we can do with our characters because it's just so much. I don't so want to go layered. into spoiler details, but yeah. it's so much going on in the game, man. And I love it, yo. It's, it's very, it's a very layered game um, when it comes to how you build your character, right? Because I know somebody had asked me yesterday or the day before, like, you know, can you build a tank? Can you do this and do that? You really can. There, obviously, there's certain characters, like the more mage-like characters, you wouldn't necessarily build a tank. You would build them around either being a dark mage or, uh, yeah, dark mage. Or not dark mage, but like a battle mage or like a healer, white mage type of thing. Um, but when it comes to most of the other characters, yeah, there's like an intrinsic trait of like, yeah, you know, they they would fit more as like a, a tank and things like that. But yeah, you can really build, yeah, you can really build your character how you want them to be when it comes to um, the sigils and things like that. Like it's very, it's so much, and it's not overwhelming because they kind of. 
gradually give you more information and things gradually, gradually open up. It got to the point where, like we were at the end game and still getting brand new stuff, like in terms of like uh, unlock uh, things that you can do to uh, unlock, uh, to, like, to make your character better. Board. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and we still not done, right? There's still certain things that we have to do in order to get to that true, 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 true end game. And um, there's just so much to how you can build your character, so much customization. It's highly customizable. I, it's actually crazy, all of the intricate systems that's in this game when it comes to just building your character. It's a lot. And it's all fun and addictive as hell. Good burn. Yeah, man. 100% agree. Uh, it's, it's a very fun game. Uh, like, issues I have with the game uh, is some of the autoplay stuff. It can, it can hitch where it was like a big pause before the next continuation. Especially if I have autoplay, I just like to have that thing seamless and running smooth. That's a small little thing. But the camera, I have an issue with the camera where there's a lot of... Uh, uh, points of interest areas as you as you you know traverse to what whatever you're going that the game specifically wants you to look at but there's times where let's say you already looked at that area but and you just want to go back and see and search if there's any chests or whatnot there's times where the camera is like panning to that area again i'm just like bruh enough give me more freedom with the camera mm-hmm. um you know when you lock on to you know multiple when you lock onto enemies that got multiple parts as well, like some of these uh, primal beasts or some of these monsters, uh, the camera can get a little bit hitchy, but I've learned to customize it a little bit more, but still, it still can be better um, because you're so used to moving your right stick around, but if you lock on, you can't really move your right stick because it will pan over to like another enemy or pan over to another part. Um, and it can, it can get you confused or get you slapped up, but the camera needs a little bit of work, but there's some settings that you can set where as you uh, move around, it automatically goes behind you to make it better. But I, I still, I, it needs more work. And I, I did see them put in um, the little dev notes that, you know, that's a, that's something that they're going to be working on. Mm-hmm. There was a patch that came out yesterday or this morning. This morning. Um, this morning. I saw it. Yeah. That were fixing some some stuff with side missions. It know, also fixed the um, it also fixed the uh, matchmaking issue for yeah, online as well. So I'm glad they got. Yeah, that there, there's like quickly. a hiccup when it comes to like playing with friends, where if you're not the party leader and you ready up before the party leader, it can it can get a little wonky. Where it was like, oh, you got to reset the, the 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 online session, and then you probably got to close out and then come back in. But other than that. I, I love this game. Yeah. I'm not going to say the review score yet. Mostly, if you on Twitter, you've probably seen it already. But I'm saving that for a review um, that I'm going to put out on my channel and saving it for a Webs review. But mm-hmm. I highly recommend playing it, as you can see, from the Spotlight Games. And from now, I just love this game, man. And, yo, this is one of them games that, yeah, as soon as you play it, it's going to get addicted. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Forget a backlog. You end this. <laughs> Yo, yesterday, me and Barry was up to, like, what? Was it 12.30 or something? Farming. Like, 12.30, farming, man. We was like, yo, we ain't boss. leaving until you get this drop. Yeah, this yo. was a rare drop. Not going to say it, yeah. but it was a rare yeah. drop. It was a rare and drop. <laughs> I got it, like, four times, and Persona didn't get it not once. And we was yeah. like, all right, bro. We got to get, get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a, an important drop in order to progress my character further. So, oh, the weapon. Yeah, the weapon. And the, so. and the weapon. the weapon system is the same way 
as the original game. That's why I feel like a lot of people that play the original, you're going to feel right at home here. But even, even if you're new, like you learn it really quickly that they give you the the proper directional t- or tutorials to help you, uh, you know, like, um, uh, uncap your weapons. Mm. You know what I mean? I, and, and that's one of the items that he needed to uncap his weapon to get it to the max level. And yeah, even with yeah. that, your weapons can get, cr- yo, yeah, it goes even weapons further. can get crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah. The build variety around your weapons is actually really, really good. Like really, really good. Um, but yeah, when yeah, it comes, we got the white armor skins. We got the black. Yeah, we got all that. Ones. We got all that. Uh, come on, we ain't the white dragons for nothing. Come on. Sorry. Uh, but yo, yeah, when it comes when it comes to uh this game, yeah, I those are like my negatives too. When it comes to like the camera, the lock on system, things like that, I think need to be worked out. Um, I can't really think of other any other like too many negatives because there's, there's a lot of quest. Grand Grand Blue performance uh Capono is is spot on, bro. It is, yo, I have noticed no issues, no issue. Yo, there's times where there's boss fights in this game. Persona will tell you, because Persona's ready. There's boss fights where this whole screen is just, hey, you got to move, dodge, dip, dip. No performance issues, man. I'm not, yeah, I'm not experiencing that, personally. No network Um, issues, too, as far as, like, it closing out. Oh, yeah, none of of those errors and nothing. Yeah, I haven't experienced none of that. Um, Bari, one last question before we move on. For people that are brand new to the game, um, and it could be between one or three, but people that might be like on the fence about this or uh, looking to pick this up but don't really understand or know Grand Blue or, or where to start or whatever, give me one to three um, characters that you think would fit best with a person that's brand new to Grand Blue in this game. Mm. Yo, to be uh, like new characters. As far as everyone, um, I do think like Rackham is a great character great for anybody starter. looking to yeah, get. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. he's a great range uh, character, um, and 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 I feel like you can find success really easily from him uh, mm-hmm. playing as Rackham. Mm-hmm. Um, Grand Ojeda, like to be honest with you, I think they're beginner friendly, but they are probably some of the deepest characters in the game uh with the the arts level and just how they combo work like they're not as button mashy as like like lancelot lancelot is an easy character to get into because he's very if you like pressing buttons you can get into lancelot very very easily you know as he level up it becomes a little bit more progressively layered but just right from the rip you can have a good time with lancelot but you gotta learn to make sure you can dodge with his triangle button that stuff is where the layer come in with him. But uh with Grand, like when they when you level them up, they got the most skills in the game, bro. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And they become more of like a support, you know, buff or heal or debuff type character. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you would consider like beginner friendly. I don't know. Um I think, I think, I think another character oh, go ahead, go ahead. oh no, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Finish it, finish your thought. Another character that's beginner friendly. I would say is um let me see another character that I think would be like the third like beginner friendly character. I personally think EO would be like a good a good beginner friendly character. Only because she has a lot, she of, has a lot of stuff, Yeah, she's got a lot of charge stuff, but 
she, you know, you throw low profile on her. She kind of could just stand back and just throw, you know, do her thing. And while the team is like really keeping the the bosses or enemies, like you know, occupied, I feel like you know that would be a decent enough character to get somebody started. Of like, oh yeah, you know, kind of stand back, heal, keep the party up, oh. play off the elementals and the weaknesses and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If if it, the range characters, other than uh, Eugen or Eugene. I think he's the most like technical one with sniper mode and his bombs and playing the traps and all that stuff. But Percival or Charlotta, very mm. like Percival combos, very, very simple. It's a simple square, square, triangle, square, 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 triangle. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And do your skills and, and Charlotta as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like technical characters, it would be like uh, Siegfried, um, Yodara. Sigfried. Uh, Sigfried. Sigfried, I want to say like part, technical, yeah. but yeah, part, he yeah. does have oh, to adjust you gotta time. Have, you, gotta have to get the, you gotta get the timing right to maximize his damage with yeah, the perfect the stance. time stuff. Yeah. And then there's other stuff you can do where like while you're in the middle of your perfect stance with Siegfried, you can also do the lunge to, to add more damage onto the combo and it still keeps the perfect stance. And you can also mm-hmm. dodge and keep your perfect stance if you get the timing Sig Free is a very methodical character. Your timing's got to be really, really on point with Sig, especially in the heat of battle. You got to be able to kind of dodge, but still keep the perfect stance. Listen, I got clips. I got y'all. <laughs> I got y'all. Trust me. Yeah, I'll say Narmaya is another, like, technical character as well. Oh, technical, technical? Vasa Raga. Oh, yeah. Listen, man. Yep. That boy could do some damage, but yep. yo... He sacrifices health for a lot of that stuff. So, uh, but, um, yeah, I, I, and Rosetta, I think, is technical too. Yeah. You got to get yeah. her Rose levels. Um, Narmaya? Um, you said Narmaya already? Yeah, Narmaya. Narmaya, yeah. yeah. is technical. Um, I, I'll say, I'll say anybody that have like a, a meter, like, like a, like a Catalina, um, Vane is not technical. Vane is pretty. He got a meter, but his, his cash shot with his meter is 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 pretty dope. Uh, but Gonda Goza uh, to get max damage on Gonda Goza with his fire fist build up. Although the oh, button yeah, the only character I haven't I I've never played Grand Grand Goza yet, even in the demo. I haven't. Gond, yeah, Gonda Goza is good. I like him. Um, you said Yodara already, right? Yeah, Yodara. I'll put him as like he's like, like up technical, there. Technical. But he's up there because you got he's just timing as well. Not uh, not only skills, not only that, but with 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 the uh, with the um I forgot the the wind build up. There's two things you could do with the wind build up yeah. where you can maximize off a of damage or you can act as a you can have it act as an after image and protect the team and all this other stuff. So yeah, that that that's a very technical character with a lot with a lot going on with Yoda Yodahara. But um, yeah, man, go listen. Catalina, she's not she's not super technical, but. I would leave her at technical because combo wise, she has she pretty much plays as two different characters. When you have Ares maxed out, her combo strings changes up. You know, what I mean, somebody coming into new to the game is not going to be like, you know, just doing all of that right away. You got to sit down and learn the character a little bit more uh, with her. But she's dope though. I like Catalina a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, guys, listen, those, those are our impressions of Granblue Fantasy Relink. Let us know in the chat or in the comments, you know, if you guys picked it up, what's your thoughts, if you're loving it, if you're not, if you're on the fence about it, pick it up, man. It's 
it's a great game, man. I really think people will enjoy. Um, so definitely, you know, definitely pick that up. But uh, yo, yeah, man, fairy, shout fairy is dope. I like fairy. Shout out to uh, Cloud Strife, man. Appreciate you for super chat. He says, "Anybody spoil Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth? I'm doxing you. Try me." Yo, that's a bit extreme, yeah. Cloud. Yo, I, to be honest, with you, I feel like people are already spoiling themselves. Like you're posting way too much. Like I understand the excitement. Listen. I'm gonna just keep it back. Ain't nobody more excited about it than your boy. Listen, I've been excited for this game, and I'm not going in to try to spoil it for anybody. But I feel like people are definitely in that territory where you're you're you're, you're you you want too much of the game. Where now when you play it, you're not surprised of anything. You know what I mean? There's no, there's not gonna be no wow factor, and that plays in a part of reviews. You know all this information in the game, but now it's like, oh, you know what? I'm when I was playing the game, there wasn't anything too wow with me. Yeah, because you, 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 you search far and wide for every single detail, int- intricate detail of the game. Oh no, Rosetta is up there for me. Rosetta is fire. I I've been talking about Rosetta for a minute. She yeah, yo, Rosetta nice. Rosetta goes in. She come in clutch too, man. Yo, Cagliostro is another character I think really, really super technical. Oh yeah, yeah. super, super technical because she's got a lot going Depending on. Depending how you want to play her, if you want to do her, her trap stuff. Yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. That's not easy. Um, but yo, let's see. Pretty simple, but yeah. yeah. I like Cag though. Good support character. Great Very support good. Cag. Very good. Uh, but yo, man, so those are our impressions of a Granville Fantasy Relink, man. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Like you said, we'll definitely be doing a, a watch reviews um, at some point um, to kind of just go di- uh, deep di- deeper dive into, uh, you know, our thoughts on the game and give our review scores and stuff like that, right? Uh, but yo, man, listen, if you made it this far, we're about to get into the news, but let's give you guys a couple trophies, you know, sticking around this, this far. Listen, guys, the start of our shows are always, always lengthy. You know, we got a lot to get through. We're talking right? about gaming? Gaming, exactly. Uh, but Bari, man, yo, the first the first bit of uh, news we're going to get through, man, is, is something, you know, we always do every month at the start of the month where we talk about PlayStation Plus games for February. And uh, I think this is actually a really good list. Um, but let's let's talk about it, right? So for February PS Plus, uh, the games will go active on February 6th, which is next week, uh, Tuesday. And uh, or yeah, is it Tuesday? Yes, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, the six. Um, and uh, the games that you can expect are Foam Stars, which is a brand new game uh, being made by uh, Square Enix, uh, and it's a it's a live service game. Uh, and Rollerdrome, really really great game. And Steel dope, dope, Steel Rising, game, yeah. And Steel Rising, which is a Souls like game where you're this like uh, robot going through automaton or something. Yeah, automaton like or whatever fighting all these other robots and things like that. It's a, it's a really interesting uh, game. It's but, the lower version of Live P. But, no, I ain't going to knock Yo, it. you wild wow. <laughs> saying that. <yo. laughs> Live P, better game. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I, 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 was high. Yeah, I, oh, I played the demo. I owned the game and just didn't get around to, like, playing it yet. But um, from what I played of it, I thought it was a, it was a pretty interesting game. Uh, but also, uh, for Fall Guys, uh, you're getting an exclusive Icons pack. So you'll be getting oh, Ratchet & Clank. Ratchet and Clank, Aloy, Groovatron, Clank's Laugh as an Emote, Lombox uh, Pattern, Clank Pattern, Seeker Pattern, Ratchet Color, Clank Color, Ratchet Nameplate, Clank Nameplate, Horizon Nameplate, Aloy Faceplate, Ratchet Faceplate, Clank Faceplate, and Seeker Faceplate. The other thing as well, for the month of February, guys. That's a lot, bro. Yeah, I know. It is. 
for the month of February, guys, it's also Valentine's Day. Uh, Valentine's is also in February, guys. And so one of the other things that's also coming to PlayStation Plus uh, for this month is the Spider-Man 2 uh, trial. So you'll get a trial of Spider-Man 2 uh, in celebration of, uh, of uh, Valentine's Day, uh, which is uh, pretty cool as well. Bari. This is for premium and uh, premium, Yeah, premium and extra. Premium and extra. So, Bari, um, give me your thoughts, man. How you feeling about this month and what score would you give it? Yeah, I, I, I feel like this month is pretty good. Um, you know, Foam Stars is a game that we enjoyed uh, playing in the beta. So seeing that in the, in the, in the, in the service, uh, for those people that are, you know, wary about the game or hesitant uh, to play it, you know, you have pretty much an, not an incentive, but if you just want to play it because you're a PlayStation Plus member, which is you most likely have it if you play online, uh, you can play Foam Stars. Rollerdrome is a game I, I enjoyed a lot. Very stylistic, cool game. Definitely difficult. Took me longer than expected to complete, but it is, it is, man, I need to get back to this game and, and get some higher ranks and scores uh, with this game. But yeah, Rollerdrome is, uh, is, a, is a fun game. Still Rising, I played uh, the demo for it. It was cool. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't bite the bullet I, or, 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 you know, yeah, I didn't bite the bullet to, to purchase the game. Um, but it's cool that it's in plus. No, no issue there. Uh, the fact that they add in uh, Spider-Man 2 into the trials, that's pretty dope uh, to see. Uh, but hopefully with this news, they, they also added the new game plus. I feel like they are missing their window of opportunity. Uh, to put this new game plus in there, maybe it's going to be more than just new game plus for the game. As far as why this update is is taking so long, but um, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of games coming out, man. And um, I would have loved to have that new game plus done uh, for Spider Man too, but it is what it is. Hopefully, they have a new difficulty, uh, new trophies and stuff like that to you know further incentivize people going back and playing it. Uh, but I love Spider-Man too, so I will go back when the update come, but not over, you know, Final Fantasy or Grand Blue right now. Um, and yeah, the, the additions to the the Fall Guys stuff is pretty cool. Looks good. But I'll give this like a, I'll give this a, a B plus. Mm, mm. I, I guess a B plus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that for me, uh. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this like when I look at Foam Stars, you know, Foam Stars is a game I was gonna buy anyway. And you will be able to buy Foam Stars in March. So if you're somebody that's looking to place Foam Stars, you can only uh, you'll you'll play it through PS Plus. But then once it releases PS Plus in March, you'll be able to buy it for I think it's like thirty dollars or something like that. Um, but Foam Stars is a game that you know it was really fun. Um, I really enjoyed my time with Phone Star, so definitely gonna definitely gonna uh you know play that and and put some time into that at some point. Rollerdrome was a really great game, man. Like this is a you know shout out to that indie team that made this game. I was really excited for this game first time I saw it. Bought this game, played it, put a lot of time into it. This is shout a really that, that really charge rifle. Yo, facts that and the rocket. Yo, I love oh, this yeah, game rocket, yeah. so much, man. This is a game you guys should play. It's a short game. It's very difficult though. It can't the, the the difficulty spike definitely spikes up um, the further in you go you you uh you go into the story in the game but it's a really fun game definitely check out Rollerdrome and Still Rising like I said I played the demo I thought it was cool 
Um, I didn't get a chance to really put time into the full game or the full release, but if you're somebody that's looking for a Souls-like experience, um, I think you'll find that uh, you'll you'll be able to scratch that itch with Steel Rising as well, right? Um, for me, I'm going to give this uh, a minus. I think this is a really, and then obviously, you know, with Spider-Man and everything like that, the trial, um, I, I'm going to give this an A minus. I think this is a really, a really solid list, uh, a really cool list. I'm giving it an A minus. I think it's good. You know, and on t- to top it off, you get the Fall Guys stuff as well. A minus. A minus for sure. Game PlayStation, do your thing. Yes, sir. Uh, big shout out to, uh, Big shout out, did I uh, read Unicron's shot? Uh, yo, shout out to Unicron, man. 21 months as a member of the channel. He says, ban me. I'm not going to play or buy Granblue Fantasy Relink or Final Fantasy VII. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And then big shout out to 2.H4. I know Unicron. He, he better be joking around. He I better be know. joking around. Unicron, I'm not playing with you, man. I don't I'm know. I'm not playing with you. I don't think I'm so. Not, hey, we, we, we'll, we'll cut your question three, <laughs> three, three words in. And we were like, right, you, that's Unicron's uh, question. Unicron, don't play with me. You, I need Unicron type right in his chat right now and say he was just joking. I need that right oh, now man. in the chat. Oh, man. Say it ain't so. That's my guy from across the pond. But he, 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 you, you, just, you, you, you better be joking. You better be joking. Uh oh, but uh, yo, big shout out to uh, two die h four. He says, uh, maining Yodahara level eighty eight. Can't wait for the raid. Yeah, Yodahara is a great character. I'm very yeah, excited. Yodahara is fun. Yeah, yeah. Yo, it's it's such a it's such a drastic difference. Uh, when from the demo to the final game, like everything feels faster. The the. Just having those uh the mastery points there and the sigils, the cooldowns and the effects that it can have, it just feels much, much better, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Yoda Harvard fun. But yeah, level eighty eight, yeah, that's that's dope, man. If you're down to play, just let us know. Yep. Yep. Um, but yo, let's move it along, guys. And the next bit of news I want to talk about is something that Sony was Oh, te- they go Unicron. He said he's playing, he's playing my bad for something. He said he's playing. Oh Ooh. yeah, we know he's joking. Um Sony, the not PlayStation, sorry, Sony. Sony was teasing something Spider-Man related this week that got the that that had got the community and and all of and all of social media buzzing, thinking, oh, is it, is it DLC? Is it is it New Game Plus? When is what could this be? No, sir, no, ma'am. It was neither. <laughs> uh, so uh, PlayStation, uh, or I should say, Sony, Sony's creator to creator. Uh, they announced in the Spider-Man version of their creator-to-creator show where the creators of both Marvel Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse uh, will be sitting down and talking about their creative process of creating both respective projects. Um, and the people you can you can expect is Brian Ithar, who is the creative director of Insomniac, uh, Jacinda Chu, who is the senior art director over at Insomniac, Robert uh, Coddington, who is the senior animator of Insomniac, and then Bill Roseman, who is Marvel's vice president and creative director. And then we've got Joaquin Dos Santos, who's the director of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Kemp Powers, who is the director of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And Justin K. Thompson, who's the director over at Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. First episode was already dropped, and they were talking about um, 
that's you know for Insomniac side they were talking about like you know how technology has allowed them to create much bigger uh worlds and things like that and vice versa with the creative process of uh across the spider-verse for 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 spider-man uh so barry how you feeling about this what's your thoughts did you did you watch it did you check it out are you going to watch it like what's your thoughts on this yeah i I didn't i didn't watch it yet um but i do like these uh developer um videos uh i'm a big fan of like that's binging some of these things uh you know on the weekend or you know sunday when i wake up i'll have youtube and let's binge through some of that stuff but mm. yeah I, I think it's dope to seeing um what the are are hearing on how the developers see things and how they create things if you want someone to have more insight on game creation and, and how they do things i think that's that's great so mm. Mm. i'm very very excited to to watch it because i do love spider-man a lot um but yeah most likely like sunday early morning you know as i'm laying down i'll, I'll definitely uh check it out yeah yeah um yeah i like seeing like these and they had something like this for uh last of us as well um a while back um so you know it's cool to see things like this you and got they had a god of war one they got your yeah, raising kratos that was more of a documentary mm-hmm. though not necessarily a sit down but yeah. um you know i do like watching stuff like this too so i'll definitely check this out as well and and, and see what's up and what they're talking about so i thought it was pretty cool um so yeah shout out to that but you know they they were teasing, boy. They had the they had the they had the community like buzzing, like, "Yo, what is this? Could it be this?" Could it yeah, be the this? the only only thing disappointing from it is like, "Yo, like I said, New Game Plus is something that you know we're waiting for uh, for Spider Man Two, and we still ain't get that stuff. Like that's why everybody was kind of going crazy, or there's going to be like some type of collaboration because you play Spider Man Two and there's a specific side mission. They kind of teasing a certain thing, so we kind of thought that was going to be like new DLC announcement or whatnot. Mm, but yeah. Yeah. It's still cool from what they what they announced or what they're doing, but I still think you need to get that new game plus in there, Insomniac, for real. Yeah, I agree. But you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens in the next couple months or so. Uh, but yo, moving on, man. Let's get into uh the 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 meat and potatoes, Bari. We got to get into into the into the into the big boy stuff, man. State of play. You feel me? We uh, you know, there was a lot of cool reveals at the state of play, Bari. Um, a lot of interesting things. So let's just talk about the state of play. Matter of fact, you know what? We'll 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 tackle it. We'll tackle the big games first and then we'll talk about everything else, right? So uh let's talk about the elephant in the room. Uh Eve, Stella Blade. This is a game that we've definitely been really excited for for a while. And we got a really nice look at uh Eve's journey when it comes to the new trailer some of the characters that uh, we can expect her to be, um, you know, uh, interacting with, a look at the open world, right? Um, so we got to look at a lot of that stuff. So uh, essentially, um, Eve is a, a part of a uh, airborne crew. I don't want to go too deep into that. But her job essentially is to uh, eliminate the uh, nativa. Uh, is it Nativa, which is uh, a a colony or like a, a, a enemy on Earth that is pretty much wiping out the Natibas, Natibas, and they're the enemy to Earth on Earth. And they're pretty much their her job is to pretty much eliminate them and save Earth. Earth is on the brink of destruction. It's falling apart. And it's one city called Zion. This is like some Matrix shit. Yo. It's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, so it's a city called Zion, which is one of the, you know, one of the big cities within the world. Um, and 
it's one of the main areas where uh, Eve will be kind of interacting when it comes to dealing. And then obviously Lily and Lily and Adam, which are going to be two of the main characters that she's going to be interacting with within the world as well. Um, and then obviously we see that it's definitely going to be semi-open world, not full-on open world, but it's going to definitely have that semi-open world feel, which I which I'm really really happy about. And we got the release date, which the game is going to be coming out uh, April 26, 2024. Pre-orders go pre-orders go live February 7th, 2024. So that's next Wednesday. And um, they showed off the editions. So unfortunately, there's no collector's edition of the game, but there is going. What you to want be- a collector's edition for, man? Yo, relax. <laughs> what you want? What, they what missed the mark. For, man. <laughs> they missed the mark on that collector's edition, boy. That shit would have sold out. No, they quick. didn't. No, they didn't. They don't need a collector's edition. Man. No, they need a collector's. It's perfectly fine how it is. It's yeah, it's great how it is. I agree. Um, so standard edition of the game and the pre-order bonuses is you get the classic round glasses for Eve. Uh, you get the ear armor, uh, ear armor earrings for Eve, and you get the planet diving suit for Eve fire right um one of the other things too real quick before i get into the other addition other addition one of the other things that shift up also um pointed out is you know you'll definitely be picking up items like exospines gear as well to acquire sp xp exp and skill points which unlocks powerful skills and you can also acquire various cosmetics such as costumes accessories and hairstyles and that's one thing that you'll notice within the trailer is that there's a lot of different costumes and outfits that Eve was wearing, which symbolizes that there's definitely going to be a lot of customizer, uh, customization when it comes to how you want to build your, you know, Eve in your game. But there's also going to be the digital deluxe version of the game as well, which comes with everything in the standard edition, but also it comes with the exclusive digital edition cons- uh, content, which is the Stargazer wear for Adam, Stargazer suit for Eve, Stargazer coat for Lily, uh, half rim glasses for Eve, uh, quadruple rectangle earrings for Eve, uh, stargazer pack for the drone, 2,000 uh, SP experience, and 5,000 gold in-game cu- currency. Barring, talk to me. How you feeling about yeah, the new in, trailer? In-game currency, that means you're going to buy a lot of... Uh, yeah, a lot of those costumes you're going to be buying, yep. So, Bari, how you feeling about the uh this reveal trailer that we got? Um, you know, how you feeling about, you know, just everything. Talk to me when it comes to uh Stella Blood. Yeah, I mean when it came when it came to the state of play as far as one of the most anticipated trailers was definitely this one and it given a release date. So it it did both of those things. They sh- I thought the the in depth uh trailer was great, the showcasing that, you know, Eve you can customize her how you wanna um not only with the costumes but also with like you know the load as far as what you want to pick and when it was introducing lily and what she does mm. it gave me like that dmc5 type of uh you know play with um my man nero and uh the, the chick that you know customizes his 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 arm his, his devil arm or whatnot um i get that vibe but the game gave me like a um near automata vibe as well as far as this post-apocalyptic world or you know, humanity is on the brink of death. Well, humanity's kind of wiped out in there, but humanity's on the brink of death. Death. But this is this is my theory when it comes to this game. Mm. You got a character called Eve. You have a character called Adam. Mm-hmm. Humanity's on the brink. Mm-hmm. Adam yep. seen Eve all day. 
Adam is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Listen, yeah, yeah. Adam and Eve. Yeah. Let's. That story. That story is gonna definitely gonna be interesting. God, God, God said to multiply. It's multiply. Gonna, Adam, Eve. It's gonna well, be interesting um, to see like how that how that plays out. Go ahead. No, nah, I, I I I love what I saw. Um, gameplay. I, I I was already sold from like 2019 when I saw the gameplay of this game. Uh, shout out to my man Chris Righteous once again. Um, when it was Project Eve, I was already sold. I was like, when is this game coming out? Good thing on PlayStation for picking this up and locking this down. Um, also helping them develop the game because the game looks gorgeous, looks beautiful. You know, like it's not just the character models, it's the world, environments, everything look amazing. Yeah, the combat looks great. the The system mechanics, hopefully, that's good with you know the XP, the S, the SP, XP. How they doing it? Um, yeah, I I think I'm gonna be I'm gonna be glued in. I'm gonna be locked in when I play this game, man. I liked everything that I saw. Um, and yeah, this a combat. Hopefully, it feels good. Um, mm-hmm. when I play it, but from what I'm seeing, it definitely looks like it's gonna be, you know, a hell of a ride uh, playing the game. Mm-hmm. I know they did say in the Q, uh, FAQ that the game is going to be a very challenging game. So, yeah, I'm all up for that. And, yeah, February 7th, pre-orders open up. You know, I'll be there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm in the same ballpark, man. Like I said, this game I've been anticipating for a really, really long time. So it's, I'm glad that we finally have a, a confirmed release date. Um, And this was one of the main games that I was going into the state of play, hoping that we got a, a, a release date for over anything else like i was you know the main thing i was looking forward to was this so for me um you know this game looks absolutely great that outfits look great the combat looks absolutely uh fun i like the semi-open world approach with what they're doing and it give you a little glimpse of that in the trailer as well where you see like that big open area um and like all the enemies running around and things like that um but you know and eve as a character man she looks badass man like she really does look badass man so i really i'm really liking how shift up is moving uh, when it comes to this game, uh, and honestly, looking at it, I, I see that PlayStation fragrance. Like, you know, I definitely, you know, even though Shift Up isn't necessarily uh, owned by PlayStation, I can definitely see, you know, just based off what I'm seeing with the trailers of the games and, and, and some of the praise that some of the PlayStation developers, uh, shout out to Bru- uh, Bruno Vasquez uh, over at Sony, uh, Sony Santa Monica, who has actually played the game um, and has sung its praises and whatnot, you know, so if, you know, I can definitely see Shift Up, you know, they, they, they've got that fragrance on them, you know, so big shout out to uh, Shift Up and shout out to Stella Blade. April 26th, I'm there, you know, day one, man, this is, this is you know, in February 7th, this is getting pre-ordered with the quickness, so, you know, it's, it's, it's all good for me, real talk. So, uh, yeah, shout out, to, shout, out to, shout out to Stella Blade, man, shout out to Stella Blade. Let us know if you're picking up Stella Blade, man, let us know. And, they yeah, and, and if, if you don't want to have Eve all dressed up, you know, in a dress or, you know, I mean, showing her body parts. Yeah, they're, they're probably costumes that you can put on as well. I've seen a bomber jacket and jeans. So it's no different than any type of Japanese game, like in an RPG, like a Tales game. There's so many costumes that you can put on your characters from bathing suits, bikinis. Nobody complain about that, but they want to complain about, you know, uh, Stella, Stella Blade. Like, knock it the hell off, man. Let's say that you don't play these type of games and keep it moving, but at the end of the day, if that's all you can focus on, that's a that's a you problem because we see the skill tree, we see the combat, we see the world uh, exploration, we see that you can make up a camp, we see you know 
you know some semblance of the story hopefully the story is really really good but all if you all, if you can only focus on our body parts and how she look that's a problem on you yeah, yeah. you know what I mean so yeah and, that, and that's the thing too man like you know obviously like you know we all have eyes like you know she definitely the character is definitely you know she looks great but yeah, she's the, trying, com- she's the, trying, the, the, the combat and, and, and whatnot is what I'm mostly focused on, you know? Um, those jokes about the Stelling M's and all that, like, all that's jokes. Like, yo, yeah, some of y'all take shit way too serious sometimes, man. Laugh, man. Laugh and just keep it pushing. Just laugh. Jeez. Anyway, um, yeah. yo, man, let's let's move on. Yo, what's, what's, what's wrong? Like, yo, there's plenty of video game characters that got nice asses, man. Eve got a nice ass, man. That's all. A nice body, man. That's, that's, nothing, that's not me degrading women and whatnot. That's just all right, let's my on. observation of a video game. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> that's what they're gonna be like, yeah, like. Yo, it's a video game character. Yeah, but you know, you know, like, you know how you know how people could get. Um. All right, moving on, man. So another big game that we got to see at the state of play was Rise of Ronin, and Rise of Ronin we already know is coming out March twenty second, twenty twenty four. This is coming out the same day as Dragon's Dogma. Whew. But we got to see a new look at the game, Barry, and we got a, a nice little explanation of like certain things. And, you know, one of the cool things with this game uh, that I saw is the fact that, um, you know, the gliding, being able to dr- traverse through the world, the types of weapons that you're using, right? Because you're a samurai, but you're kind of like at the end of that samurai era where it's getting becoming more industrialized. And so you'll have the ability to use a gun as well in your, within your combat or use a musket uh and all these other different weapons which i think is really cool on top of like the samurai weapons one of the other things that stood out as well is that in this game you will uh be able to change weapon stances when you're using your uh uh katana or samurai sword um and then obviously the traversal where you know you're you're, you're going to be doing a lot of grappling as you can see in the gameplay uh and then i like this here where like he's gliding with his glider and then he just lands on his horse i think that's a really nice touch something really small but i i thought that was really cool um they also point you know in the gameplay we definitely got to see that there's there's, there's some um there's some um stealth aspects to the game as well where you'll be able to kind of approach enemies from like a stealth like uh approach which i think is pretty cool and then as you can see here with this combat uh you know the the combat is definitely looking like it's going to be really really challenging um, but then again, this is coming from to- uh, Koi Tecmo, which, you know, made the Neo, Neo games, which those are really challenging, yeah, too. Very Neo uh, reminiscent. Yeah. So reminiscent, yeah. Um, the enemies, the combat, the, 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 the mechanics, uh, this was a really nice, I think with Rise of Ronin, this was a really, really nice showing. I like that parry right there that he did to, to knock that big dude down and, and, and get the advantage on him. But everything I'm seeing with Rise of Ronin looks really, really interesting, really cool. Um, this game's already pre-ordered for me. Really excited. Um, but I did like this this mini deep dive and extended look that they did to kind of just talk about a little bit of like what you can expect when it comes to the full release of the game. Bari, talk to me. How you feeling about Rise of Ronin? How you feeling about this specific showing that they did at State of Play? Uh, give me your thoughts. Gameplay-wise, this is the best showing uh, in State of Play. This looks freaking amazing. In, like... Just seeing some of the aspects, seeing the weapons, seeing the parries, seeing the dodge, seeing the fact that you can grapple enemies, seeing the fact that you can grapple on uh, uh, certain points in the buildings and then 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 glide, and you can just constantly do that. No bar, no nothing holding you down. You just do whatever you do, bruh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This game looks amazing, man. Yeah, this jump looks amazing, and it's gonna have multiplayer in it as well. 
Yo, listen, man. Talk to me nicely, uh, Rise of Ronan. I'm there. You know, we on this. You know, we um, on this for sure. Yo, for yo, it's like I don't know what's going. Yo, this year, 2024, man, having this game and Dragon's Dogma the same day is a disservice to both games. To be honest with you, because now you got to give us a pick and choose type moment, yeah, uh, uh, with the game. Uh, but at the end of the day, the gameplay looks amazing. I love what they what they shown, what they spoke about. Um. And yeah, graphically, uh, it definitely looks, I would say, like more like a PS4 game graphically. Mm-hmm. But what I'm seeing, everything gameplay wise, you're not limited. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. is like PS5 gameplay stuff to me. Four player, I mean, the four player co op stuff, I mean, co op stuff has always been in there type of games, but. Uh, but I think um, like the size, the size of the world and, and, and how open and vast it looks through the trailers that we've seen. Um, yeah, the stuff going on yeah, in the world, yeah, like that yeah. is very PS5. Yeah, um, what I'm seeing here, yeah. graphically. But I yeah, think graphically, yeah, it definitely I, I would isn't love it to look not shiny and polished. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the game, my fact, polish is the wrong word because the game it looked polished, you know, frame weights and frame rates and all that stuff. But yeah, this, you know what? This you, is a big celebration. You mentioned frame weights. <laughs> frame weights. I said the same <laughs> shit, yo. I frame weights. You probably got it because I said it, yo. I legit frame weights. <laughs> frame rates. Um. Compared to the first time we've seen this game, the frame rate the frame rate in this game was looking better during this trailer. I noticed that yeah. like that that that, that yeah, I wasn't seeing a lot of skipping or hitching like we were in the first trailer. So that's a good sign. That's a really good sign when it comes to the game. But when it comes to the looks of the game, yeah, it's not. I, you know, I wouldn't stand this up against like a Horizon Forbidden West and say, yeah, this is graphically. You know, this can go toe to toe. Absolutely not. But I do think. Um, you know, when you look at the world and how vast it is and things like that, I think it looks great. It's I think it looks cool. Engine. It's yeah. more so their engine yeah. rather than the devs can't. I think I, I think Kobe Temple can make a beautiful game because their games yeah. are beautiful. Yep. Uh, but it's just like compared to everything else where everybody's at. Mm-hmm. But like if you were comparing that's, this that's, to that's, Ghost, that's, of, that's it, just a small part of the conversation. Yeah, because if the you were gameplay, mm-hmm. is 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 gorgeous. The gameplay is gorgeous. Yes. You know yes. I mean? Gameplay is fun. And it, to me, when it came to the sh- the game shown here, I'm pretty sure Eve got some sick combat stuff in there. But what was shown, this was the best shown for our gameplay in my mm, opinion. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I I love I the gameplay. I, I I I I love the gameplay here. I think it's really good. So shout out to Rise of Ronin, man. That's a day one. Um, man, between Rise of Ronin and Dragon's Dogma, it's gonna be a tough choice in, uh for me. When it oh, comes, there's to gonna like, be weapon degradation too, but. He gained back some of the weapon um, meter mm-hmm. after that stealth uh, attack he did. I saw that. That's enough. You see the wear. You see the wear and tear on his weapon as well. Like if you look at his, yeah. his sword, you see like this wear and tear on his weapon. Like it's kind of chipped up and things like that. So I think that's a nice. That's a nice touch um, when it comes to games like that, man. Depending, it depends on the approach, right? Because. I, I don't it, let it, me not it, let me not go down that path because like yo when it comes to it looks, it's, it's the approach of how they do rapid degradation because I'm not really the biggest fan of weapon degradation but if it's neither. done correctly I'm like all right I can deal with this so yeah it, it, it looks good though because from what I'm seeing is that depending on what attacks you're doing you're gaining back your uh the bar for the weapon mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. from what I saw because that that same fight that you went back to mm-hmm. against the little demon thing mm-hmm. it, it was like 75 percent no it was like 25 percent but he did like a parry or attack and it went back up as far as the degradation of the weapon or that I, I could be I could be reading that wrong as far as what that bar is though to be honest 
No, I see it. I go back, early, go back earlier. Hold on a this same boss fight right here. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think that's weapon degradation. I no, he switched a, a weapon. A yeah, I don't know what that is. Like, that might be like a, a, a super meter or something. Or like yeah, a, a special move, special meter. Or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is specifically. Um, But look how, I like how quickly, like, he's switching. He's, like, doing weapon switching and, and things like that. Using the grapple. Yeah, and, man. Yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, this. I ain't gonna lie, man. Like Dragon's Dogma is one of my most anticipated games too. But this, this, this Rise of Ronin gameplay really got me like, on like, on like, like some yo. I need to play this, <laughs> you know. Um, but another big show on Bari is a game we got to see at the. I think it was about two years ago, man. And these are from the creators. Correct me if I'm wrong, chat. Um, coming from the creators of uh Bioshock, right? From the creative Kevin minds Levine, of Bioshock. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Levine. Kev Levine or something like that. But Bioshock. Right, Ken, so Ken Levine. Ken Levine, sorry. So Judas, right? So we seen this game. I think it was about maybe one or two years ago. We got the first uh, teaser trail of this game. We really didn't get any gameplay or really any any understanding of what the game is, right? It was um, Jeff Keighley show. We saw it. It might have been. Um, but in this, we did get a nice little, uh, quick little explanation of like you know, in Judas, you we give you a whole new world to explore the corridors of the Mayflower, a spacefaring city with whose citizens are trained to spy on one another, one another and tear each other apart for the slightest offense. Where machines control every aspect of the business, art, and government, the ship's leaders tried to turn you into something you're not, a model citizen, and you sparked a devastating revolution to tear it all down. Sounds very interesting. And uh, we actually got to see some gameplay here, which I thought was really cool, right? So um, I I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've never played... Guys, I know, listen, you're about to take my gamer card. I've never played any Bioshock game before. Never. I know. I know. Shocking. What? Sonny, you got to play. I do own the trilogy, the uh, collection. I just haven't gotten around to playing it yet. But um, that'll be something that I'll most likely do before I get into Judas. Because what I'm seeing with Judas, it looks really, really, um, really, really interesting. Really, really fun. Um, but Bari, you know, have you ever played the, the, the Bioshock games? How are you feeling about Judas, about the character, um, about the combat that you've seen? Talk to me. Yeah, so the only Bioshock game I played was Infinite uh, on PS3. And yeah, I loved the hell out of that game. It got me, I bought the Bioshock 1 and 2 remaster on PS4, but never got around to playing it. Um, well, I always heard great things about Bioshock uh, 1 and 2, but when it came to Infinite, I loved the story. I loved the gameplay. Thought it was really, really good. I like to play on the story uh, aspect of this game, you know, like this person going against like the code or betraying what the code is kind of like Judas, uh, <laughs> you know, the betrayal of Jesus and whatnot. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, gameplay looks very reminiscent. The powers, you know, left hand and the gun in the, in the right hand or, you know, whatever. Yeah. It looks like it's just going to be a vibe, man. Definitely looks like it's going to be a vibe. Uh, so I'm with it. 2025. Yeah. I think it's going to come out. Yeah. Um, so this, what we didn't get a release date for this game, but they did, um, in like an earnings call or something like that, if I'm not mistaken, I know they said something about how uh, this game would release um, around like the March 2025 time frame. So probably early 2025 is when we could probably expect to see this game release. We'll see. Yeah, I like the fact that they put the uh, the horse enemy in there. You know what I mean? Shout out to the uh, the ponies. You know what I mean? The Pegasus Nations out there. Uh, they was representing y'all. Uh, no. <laughs> Yo, facts. Yo, facts. So, 
Yeah, you know, I thought Judas was a was a really cool showing. I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was really cool. I'm interested. And guys, I promise I put it in the chat, but I promise I will go back and play the Bioshock games. I I promise I'll go back and play them at some point. Oh, don't yeah, don't kick to. my don't kick my shins. I got y'all. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna play them at some point. I got you. Um, and maybe I'll stream them. Who knows? But uh, yeah. So that's that's uh Judas, which was a really you know nice showing, big showing at the at the game. Uh, and then Bari, you know we gotta we we gotta talk about a game that uh we got a few super chats though. Oh, we do. Let me see. Oh, okay, cool. Let me get to these. Yo, Tricelsius, man, appreciate you for the super chat, man. He says, uh, uh, do I get to be Adam and multiply ferociously? <laughs> <laughs> and then big shout out to uh, Tricelsius, man. Uh, again, I think a lot man. of people wishing that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, appreciate you for the super chat. He says, uh, Bari and Persona, will you be done experiencing Final Fantasy VII Rebirth by the time Rise of Ronin and Dragon's Dogma is out? What about Stellar Blade in April? Will you be done with the three previous games for the Yams? Yo, that's a great question. Um, I, 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 I gotta be honest. What was the question again? So he asked, uh, Bari and Persona, will you be done experiencing Final Fantasy VII Rebirth by the time Rise of Ronin and Dragon's Dogma is out? What about Stella oh, Blade? Oh, no, no, no. What about... I mean, by Stella Blade, yeah, but... Well, he's saying, what about Stella Blade in April? Will you be done with the three previous games for the Yams? Honestly, I wouldn't, I'm not going to be done with Final Fantasy VII Rebirth for the whole year. I'll be playing that game throughout the whole year, to be honest with you. But like the initial first playthrough and the Platinum Run, I don't think I'll be done before, uh, you know, Rise of the Ronin or uh, Dragon's Dawn would come out. Because I'm not going to try to rush myself through the game. Because mm -hmm. it's more open world. So I know there's going to be a lot of secrets and stuff that, you know, I'm going to try to search for or try to, you know, look for and, and do or you know, capture and, and post and content, do content with it. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to rush through it um, with the game. So even even though when I platinum it, I'm still going to be playing through the game just to, to find those little stuff in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say no, only because, you know, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is a game that I'm like really, really, really like, it's at the top of my list anticipating to play and dive into that world and and put a lot of time into it but then you know dragon's dogma is one of my most anticipated games as well and uh, i love that franchise um rise of ronin i'm excited about as well i don't know <laughs> i don't know i'm gonna try obviously i'm gonna platinum the game um but i don't know but by by stella blade absolutely because that's two months because Stella Blade comes out at the end of April, so I should have I should have had enough time to right? yeah twenty six yeah so I should have enough time to uh, finish up those games. I should. We'll see. Um, I don't know. Like by Stella Blade come out, I either it's going to be Dragon's Dogma or Rise of the Ronin finish. Whichever one captures me uh, more at that first initial impression, mm. that's the one I'm going to stick to the playthrough. Uh, well, I know I'm not going to finish both before Stellar Blade. No, not way. both. Yeah, but yeah, I I agree with that. Like, I'm, there's no way I'll be able to finish both by Stellar Blade, but I'm going to put time into both and and you know see see where I where I land. It's most likely going to be Dragon's Dogma, though. I'm not even going to lie. Um, real talk. 
Yeah, because Dragon's Dome look like it's going to be not the shorter game, but it's more single player focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But yo, moving on, Barry, uh, another big game or uh, a surprise showing was uh, that we did get confirmation that Until Dawn 2, I mean, excuse me, Until Dawn uh, Remaster is coming to the PlayStation 5 and PC and uh, it's being done by Ballistic Moon and it is being... Uh, you know, there's new. Te- it's being made on Unreal Five, and they're kind of touching up on, uh, you know, clean up the animations and a bunch of different things are going into this uh, remake or remaster of the game. How you feeling about this? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Until Dawn. Uh, I love the 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 game on PS4. I I played a lot of Until Dawn, a lot of playthroughs. Even after I platinum it, I had a lot of playthroughs of this game. Very very fun story. Great characters. Um, seeing it on the PS5 is pretty cool. I definitely wanted to see what they were doing when it came to this remake, <laughs> you know, rather than the saying it's re- being remade and uh, rebuilt. They could have, you know, uh, went a little more detail as far as what they're doing or what they're adding uh, into this. Uh, other than that, it could have been like a patch update for the PS5, but either or, or regardless, I mean, I will be, I will be buying it and playing it for sure. Maybe maybe streaming it too because this is a great streaming game that you know you can interact with the chat and what decisions you make and whatnot. You gotta be quick though, but very fun game. Yeah, yo. Um, so I didn't finish until dawn. <laughs> I know, right? Shocker. Um, and I said if they would put this out on like PS5, I'd definitely go back to it and finish it and things like that. So, you know, we getting until dawn uh, remaster. I'm definitely gonna pick this up. We didn't get a date, but they said 2024. So probably around Hopefully like October. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I could see this being a nice Halloween style release where they'll release yeah. it like in October and let this be the spooky game from PlayStation for Halloween. Um, so yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna pick this up and, and put some time into this as well and actually finish it. I'm actually gonna finish it um, this time. So uh, I thought this was a good release, good uh, good showing as well. And then Barry, the last big, big, big showing that we got uh, that really took up the most time. <laughs> Are <laughs> you mad? There was cooking too, man. Okay, okay. Uh, look at look at the, look at the comments there. They was cooking for so they was like, "Did you grow up on a PlayStation One? I don't think so." <laughs> I was like, "Yo, cooking is." Boy. I don't care, yo. Listen, I'm gonna speak my mind when I whenever I feel whenever I feel. One, but anyway, yo, I was I was rewatching the reaction. I was like, yo, this dude persona is tight. I wanted to say something too. I was like, I, you're really true. I was gonna tell you that, yo, relax. What I was like, I right, nah, nah, chill. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yo, so we did get to see um a new trailer for uh, Death Stranding two. Um, and this was you know they showed a lot here, man. And and, and, uh, and listen, I thought this looked really interesting, really good. Um, my whole thing was just like, you know, I just felt like it just took a little bit too much time, showed a little too much, right? A little. But, um, you know, what I did see, what, what I saw during the trail, I thought was great. You know, I didn't, I didn't have no issues with that, right? Um, but, you know, I didn't finish uh, Death Stranded 1, but seeing this trailer definitely has me wanting to go back and finish the first game to be prepared and understand what's going on with this second. Cause this trailer definitely sold me like, yo, this is really, really dope, really incredible. And like, can we just give praise to the Decima engine? The Decima engine is, 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 is one of the best engines in this industry, bro. With the things that it has been able to do so far in gaming, 
is absolutely incredible. Bari, seeing this trailer, tell me your thoughts. How you feeling about it? Um, one, two, you know, uh, I know you didn't finish Death Stranding one either. Did this? Hell no. Did <laughs> did this trailer? <laughs> Remember, they yeah. we like every game, right? Yo, crazy. They ignore, they ignore that one, of course, <laughs> and they'll they'll continue to. But um, seeing this trailer, did this? kind of entice you to want to go back and try to finish the first game to are you going to pick up the second game how you feel about the trailer talk to me okay so watching the trailer i was definitely intrigued with the story what's going on like especially seeing troy baker's character um i'm like okay you know i know this guy was like the main uh antagonist in the in the first game all right what's going on here you know it's it's that sequel vibe that he's like okay i want to get caught up with the story um with death stranding i was it was a halfway through it like chapter six or or seven i gotta go back and look at my save uh, file but i know it was after a boss fight and i was in the ice area the snow area where he's doing a little rappelling down and you know the little uh the little wiring to go across the the, the uh, what's the thing called zip lines to go across um so yeah, the game didn't capture me as far as like, man, I really want to continue playing this because I'm a type of person I like to do no- every nook and cranny. I like to do every side mission before I like to go into the uh, go into the main you know story or whatnot. And the gameplay I thought was interesting and unique, but it it didn't capture me to 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 hold me in that much longer. Uh, you know what I mean? So I, I definitely stopped playing it. But story-wise, I was always very intrigued to see what's going on. The hell is with the baby for? Why is people blowing up? Or you know, it, it was very intriguing, right? Mm. But watching this, 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 I want to say this is a, a in-depth trailer. You know, <laughs> um, watching the trailer, I was like, yeah, I, I, I was, I was sold on Death Stranding as far as like it's piquing my interest to go back into the game. And just see it out to its entirety. And then, okay, I can understand a lot of the concepts going on here uh, in the second game with this trailer. Um, but w- w- we'll see. We'll see as, you know, other games come out. And most likely that's probably be like a summer thing. Hopefully Yeez don't come out at <laughs> some time. But we'll, we'll definitely see uh, with it. But I, I have to say, this is a beautiful looking game. This is a beautiful trailer. The music was one thing that was amazing in Death Stranding. Um, the music was amazing. The character details amazing. The environment looks amazing. It looks like maybe because he doesn't have a whole bunch of packages on him, but it looks like they took away that whole balance um, thing too because he was just running straight up uh, with it. Maybe I could be wrong with that. I don't know. But yeah, I, this trailer, yo, it, it definitely caught me off guard and caught me off guard in a good way but how great the game looked. Mm. Um and yeah yeah it, uh, I can I don't know why you know it, it, it's very mixed feelings as far as this game you know people that love it they love it but watching the trailer if you love the game I can see why you love the game and especially with the, the story concepts and the mm. characters mm. but yeah I, I'm in, I'm intrigued to play I'm, I'm I'm definitely gonna see if I can fit in and finish it because I know you can import your save data to the director's cut. I bought the director's cut mm. saying that I was going to finish Death Stranding, but I never got it to finish Death Stranding. But yeah. hopefully I do it this year because it comes out 2025. So we'll see. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm probably going to start from the beginning. 
only because I don't remember much of the story to be able to to kind of like follow what's going on. So nah, I, I, I can't. I ain't doing that beginning again. I'm sorry. I got. <laughs> I got to start from the beginning. That's a GG. I'll, I'll be honest. I gotta see. I gotta see. But you know, this uh, theme was sick though. Yeah, this was this, this theme was, was thick, yo. Yeah, this was this was definitely a dope scene right here. Um, yo, Troy Baker's a busy dude, man. That man is is everywhere. He everywhere. He everywhere. Man. Rightfully so, he's a great voice yeah, actor. Very great, very great performer as well. So you know, definitely uh, we'll probably see him. You know, going into like movies and TV shows. I don't know if he probably he probably is, but yeah, I can see that. This is he's too talented to do video games on. Yeah, and and cartoons and anime. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I think um I think when it comes to you know Death Stranding two. 2025, you know, that's and I think probably like late 2025, probably as well. But uh, you know, this this trailer definitely made me like, yeah, I'm gonna I re-downloaded Death Stranding one director's cut for the PS5. I'll definitely be trying to get back into that and play through that and <laughs> and finish it so I can understand the story. That I, I am gonna try. It's to probably do. like a fall 2025 game. Yeah, I'll yeah, say. for sure, for sure. The but, first one came out in November. One 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 thing I'm gonna say too is like yo they this def this this game definitely is showing you the power of the PS5, not just the decimal engine but the PS5. Looking at the environments, the world, the combat, uh, the traversal, everything that's going on, you're definitely seeing that power of the PS5 here. Um, I mean, Kojima is known to push engines, man. Bro. All his games be pushing them joints, bro. From PS1 to now, bro. Yeah. True. So, yep. So those were those were like the big, big release, uh, the big, big showings at the showcase, right? Come but, on, bro. My man using the guitar as a wet. Yo, come on, persona man. Yo, fire. You um, wait too long. But you know, there was obviously some. There was obviously some other stuff too. You know, we get to the smaller stuff. VR. You know, Great VR. That Metro and that that little um. That little uh, right. so, medieval type game. Rising, uh, Dave the Diver, which is getting a Godzilla. Uh, Dave the Diver X Godzilla. Um, we got a new Dragon's Dog on two trailer. They showed off Foam Stars and Dope. gave us some season information, which we're gonna talk about that in a separate bit of news. Uh, Hell Divers got a new trailer as well. Legendary Teams, uh, Metro Awakening VR, um, Rise of Ronin, Silent Hill Short Message, and Silent Hill Two. So Silent Hill Short Message is the free, a free demo. Or game or whatever that, that came out, whatever. Or yeah, set up. Yeah, set up. And then um, Silent Hill Two, we got that shown as well, which was uh, which was pretty cool as well. Um, there's a lot of guns in this bar, a lot of a lot of action, a lot of things going on. So you might you might you might pick it up. No, I, I'm no, I'm, I'm gonna Silent Hill. I'm, I'm gonna no, but I, I I've seen people in the community say they enjoyed the short uh message. Some people saying they hated it. Uh, they say it felt clunky, but. I, I think I'm good on the Silent Hill series. I'm not interested in it. But anybody that is, hopefully you guys enjoy it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. um I'm 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 gonna I'm good. Yeah, I'm not um I'm not picking this up. Respectfully. Uh Sonic Generations, Sonic X Shadow Generations, that got shown as well. Looks uh B Rising, which is the Metroidvania style uh game, asymmetrical. Looks pretty cool, pretty interesting. Um, not Metrovania. Oh, the ZZD game that jumped fire. Yeah, Z's uh, Z Zero Zensus or something like that. I got a the V Rising game, which looks really good as well. Uh, and then the ZZZ game, which is uh, which looked uh, pretty interesting. No date for this, but this is supposedly supposed to be coming out this year. 
is a part of the Mihoyo vo- uh, verse. Um, this is a game. I'm the you know first time we've seen this. I thought this was really cool. Hopefully we get some more. Um, but yeah, this is definitely a game that's on my radar as well. Oh yeah, um, I like my really anime good. looking games, man. Yeah, fire. yes sir, yes sir. Z Z Z Z. Um, all right, so you know that was most of what was shown at the State of Play bar. You know, just wanted to get, get through a quick run through with some of the smaller stuff. But um, you know, you know, you slept on it because you know from Wednesday to now, you slept on it. You really thought about it. You had time to process. All of the information, process the trailers. <laughs> you got to process everything. I know you gave it a, I believe, a okay. nine out of ten or something like that, right? But not nah, eight, eight point five, eight point five. I'm still. What's there. your score? 8.5 the score is eight point five. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I thought it was a great showing uh, for state of play. Eight point five is a great score, and I thought this state of play was great. Um, I love the fact that. They knew a lot of people was anticipating Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, Rebirth, and they gave the information that they will continue next week uh, for that own specific uh, state of play. So that was great to see that. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. 40 minutes. It felt, it didn't feel long. It felt pretty quick. Um, and they showed a lot of games that I'm interested in. You know, not everything I'm interested in, but there's a lot that I am. And I was like, yeah, I'll definitely check this out. I'll definitely look into this. I'll definitely play this. I definitely pre-order this. I definitely buy this. I definitely playing this day one. So, for me, I thought that was uh, it was a great uh, state of play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, yep. I wish they had a more definitive like windows as far as when these games are coming out, especially in twenty twenty four. But other than that, I thought it was a great showing. Oh yeah, you know the other thing. Shout out to Stranded Ninja. Yeah. So the other thing too with state of play is you know Kojima did announce that his partnership with PlayStation is much stronger. And um, he announced a brand new action espionage game that's going to be uh, releasing on PlayStation as well that his uh, his uh, team over at Kojima Productions is working on. And it's in partnership with PlayStation Studios. And when they announced it, they were in Columbia Studios, which is owned by uh, Play, uh, excuse me, owned by Sony, um, which, you know, Kojima said this is going to be something that's going to mix the genre of uh, storytelling, movies and gameplay. So I don't you know, it'll be interesting to see how that how that works and how that comes about. But uh, this is a game that's being made on PlayStation, uh, a new action espionage style game. So it'd be interesting to see what's up with yeah, that too. I, but, I, the description of what they were talking about is very confusing. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, hearing action espionage, then movie. Uh, and then gameplay and all that. Like, like, yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? You bro? know, we've seen, we've seen that from, uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, Quantum Break. Uh, it didn't really gel well. Hopefully, mm-hmm. Kojima can gel that well. But um, the fa- the flex was that this is being supported by the movie uh, branch. You know what I mean with Sony uh, Pictures or whatnot. So mm-hmm. you never know. Yeah, we'll see. But we'll he kind of did the same kind of announcement. Uh, you know, on the other platform too. But yep, yep. So we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see what's up with that. Um, but yeah. Uh. For me, my score still sits at an eight. I'm not as pissed off at Kojima taking the time he took anymore. Like I, you know, I calmed down. I thought about it. I'm like, uh, you know, what I saw was really good. So uh, I'm not as pissed off. But yeah, it's an eight out of ten. I thought it was really good. Um, I enjoyed a lot of the games there. A lot of the games I am picking up. So uh, for me, the score for the state of play is an eight out of ten. Um, but the other thing too, Barry, let's move into this real quick is that, you know, they did also announce that there is going to be a Final Fantasy VII Rebirth uh, dedicated state of play coming this Tuesday, 
Um, and it's going to be at uh, 3.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Uh, uh, no, excuse me, 3.30 p.m. Pacific, 6.30 Eastern, uh, 6.30 uh, p.m. Uh, Eastern time um, next Tuesday. So this Tuesday coming up, we'll be getting a Final Fantasy VII Rebirth State of Play, dedicated State of Play with an extended look at the game. Bari, what do you think we're going to see? And will we get the demo at this game, at this, uh, at this uh, State of Play? Yeah, from what I'm hearing too, this state of play is going to be 20 minutes long, showcasing gameplay of the game. So, you know, it's going to be a lot that is showcasing here. Um, probably going over a lot of the new uh, stuff that they're going to be doing, like the synergy attacks and how that's working. That you don't need ATB bar um, when doing those things. Uh, but I do feel like there's going to be a demo announced here because a lot of Square Enix employees and representatives have been under developers, the, you know, producers and whatnot. I've been, you know, telling people definitely tune in. You don't want to miss it because they're going to be announcing uh, stuff for the fans. So I, 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 I don't want to watch it, but I do want to watch it. But knowing me, I'm going to watch it. So, yeah, we're going to be reacting. <laughs> yes, sir. Whoops. Whoops. We'll be reacting to the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth State of Play next Tuesday. Uh, so don't miss that. You feel me? For me, I'm excited. I think we're going to get the demo here, and I think it's going to be, like, drop right there on the spot because this is happening on a Tuesday, and typically PlayStation Store refreshes on Tuesday. So I think the demo is there. Uh, I think, and I, uh, actually, I think, yeah, no, I, I, I think the demo is going to be a shadow drop this Tuesday. So I'm excited. Yo, real, real truly, like, I don't even need a demo. I don't Mario, want Mario, demo. Stop, stop. You're going to play the demo. But, just stop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if the demo does come out, I'm going to play the demo. No, no, no. If you don't but, need a demo, you don't want a demo. Don't play the demo when it come out. Why play the demo if you don't want a demo? No, but if they do it like the typical Square Enix way, well, I don't think they're going to do that for Final Fantasy uh, Rebirth. Um, I do, All right, I who you trying to yo? Who you trying to fool, bro? Stop. Right. I I, I know I'm going to play it. <laughs> I, that's, that's what I'm saying. I know I'm going to play it, but I don't want to play it, but I know I'm going to play it, but I don't want to play it, but I know I'm going to play it. If I don't want to play it, then I know I'm going to play it, but it, it, then with that day, I'm going to play it. But if it's in my face, I'm going to play it, but I don't really want to play it. I'm going to be hesitant to play it, but I'm going to play it, but I don't really want to play it, but I am going to play it. Who are you trying to lie to? Wink. We, I, I can't wait to play it either, brother. I'm playing that demo. I want the demo. <laughs> I needs that demo. So yeah, I'm excited for this. This is gonna be dope. This is gonna be really dope. <laughs> Yo, the demo sorry. is gonna take away from other games that I want to play. Oh my god. Yeah. I would rather wait for February 29th to play the game in its entirety. So don't tell so don't so don't, so don't play the demo. Don't even but download it. it. See, there you go. But I'm gonna download it. There you go. I'm gonna play it. But I don't want to play it but I'm going to play it. Oh my the God. fact that I don't want to play it, but I'm going to play it doesn't mean that I feel like the demo should be there, but I'm still going to play it if it's there, but I don't want to play it. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, yo, shout out, shout out to Viper Reefs Corner. Appreciate you for the super chat. It says They don't call the guitar and axe for no reason. Yes, sir. That's a fact. And then a big shout out to Stealth Guy Gaming 20 months as a member of the Webs Nation. He says, Barry, stop the cap. Stop it. Yeah, Vari, you capping right now, bruh. Respectfully, you capping. 
your court when we send that invite to you i'm kicking you in shit man <laughs> uh real quick you we know we gotta get court on here though yeah real. yeah we definitely gonna get caught on here for sure for sure um sticking in the realm of final fantasy 7 rebirth another uh announcement that we got as well is that um the file size sorry and preload so Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, the download size is going to be 145.25 gigs. And the preload is February, uh, February 27th. 145 gigs, Barry. 145 That's with gigs. Uh-oh. Oh, my God, man. That's, that's pretty insane. That is really, really insane. What game? What game or games is being deleted before that game come out? Talk no, to me. Nothing for me because I got I got a four terabyte. <laughs> Ain't no game getting deleted for me. I got four terabytes internal. What game? All right, for the chat. What game or games is being deleted with y'all in chat? Talk to me. Call of Duty seems like imagine, a good game. Imagine to being physical disc. Oh my god! It's two discs. Physical it's two discs. It's two discs on physical. I know. Physical gamers, man. Listen, let man. it go. <laughs> Get with the time. Let it, let go. it go. <laughs> let it go. Let it go, man. You don't need that physical disc anymore. Let that physical I don't care for your CD or Blu-ray. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Yo, listen. You know, but if you do got to delete something... You know, Call of Duty takes up a lot of space. It's, Call of Duty is like 200, 250 gigs. That hey, might be something you yo. could delete. All right, delete that might be a good game to that. delete. <laughs> um, but yeah, yo, 145, I wouldn't even want to own this game. I mean, I do have a physical coming in, but because it collects edition, but 145, I'm trying to download that, bro. Like, I had that preloaded and ready to go, ready to go, bro. That physical, other than like Call physical? of Duty or like NBA 2K, there's nothing really uh bigger than that. Pause. Pause. Um, real talk, man. I'm not, yo. Like, I'm I'm so glad I'm digital, cause like, yo, y'all got to get with the times, man. It, you imagine that you get. To, I mean, this is PS1 days, but you get well, to PS1 the part was of the three game was like, three disc. Yeah, PS1 was three disc. But you remember that? You remember the days where you had to get up? As kids, we didn't give a damn. You know, we get up and then, you know. Mm-hmm. Put the, the the CD ROM in there, but now that you're an adult, I'm not trying to get up. You know, you get to a part in Rebirth, you get up and say, "Hey, this continues on the next disc." <laughs> I, if I understand it right, the first disc is a download disc to download some of the stuff, and then the second disc is the main disc, or so one of the discs is like the main disc, but you have to insert one of the discs first in order to get part of the game and then just insert the second disc and everything is there or so, mm. something like that so it's still it's still downloaded it's I, nothing I, really is on the uh disc i don't I, don't quote me on that i think i might be wrong i don't know but um i know it's two disc and one of them and i think is a data disc or something like that i again don't quote me on that i might be wrong but shout out to uh you know square can't wait for that oh can't. jedi survivor is that big too uh 148 well, that's a big game too uh, not survivor not no 140 no survivor gotta be i would say 100 not 140 no 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 i think hogwarts might be that big pause or close to it like 110 or something like that it's crazy but anyway guys let's move it on mm-hmm. let's move it along 
Uh, Bari, so, you know, real quick, man, with Foam Stars, man, we stick in the topic of Foam Stars. So Foam Stars, they announced their season one, but they also announced a roadmap for the next couple of seasons. But let's talk about this season one real quick, Bari. So a couple of things coming in season one is ranked party, compete solo or with teams. So you'll be able to participate in ranked play and uh, do a solo over teams. Another thing is extreme party, get groovy with crazy rules, which is pretty much like one of those fun modes where like, you know, unlimited supers or something like that who knows um and you'll be able to uh that'll be a mode that's coming as well in season one so in starry pop two mount two modes will be available to play the first all players will use mel t and the second all players will be invisible all in the ladder players will need to find and take out the opposed team while other players are invisible so how do you find each i want to use mel t man foam fire will stick to you and opponents will make this quite different different from your typical game mode that's pretty interesting and they showing like a, a no they got ranks okay that's pretty dope. starry pop bronze starry pop silver starry then, pop gold platinum uh -huh, diamond diamond superstar and legend oh man yeah that's gonna be dope Listen, man be dope and throw then, it in the building and then uh a rank uh happy uh friday party test out next season's foam star so uh, the Happy Friday party will be held twice a month on the weekends. While celebrating the weekend, players will be able to test out the new Foam Star that will be released the following season. So, assume, so every season, I'm assuming there'll be a new Foam Star. So, in Star Pop, you'll be able to try out Koif, Koif Guy. So, please don't forget to join the Happy Friday oh, party. Oh, that's a wrestling dude, right? Yeah. Uh, and in season, uh, season pass updates every season. The season pass will be will be updated every season. Allows players to increase their tier by earning XP from playing the game. Rewards will be unlocked as players' tiers increase. Players who purchase the paid premium pass will have immediate access to certain rewards. That's the thing that's really killing um, live service games is this: is you have a a, a battle pass, right, mm -hmm. or 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 just whatever whatever they want to call it, but they have the premium and free edition. So even though you are earning things uh, throughout this battle pass, you can't earn things because you haven't purchased quote unquote purchased the battle pass. I think that is the ugliest thing about a, a, a live service game or a games of service. The fact that I'm visually seeing things that I'm earning by playing the game, but you want money for me to unlock what I earned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And based yeah. off this battle pass, it looks like certain characters are locked behind premium, like melty. I mean, uh, or skins or skins or whatever. I don't know what this is, but uh, that's penguin, I think. Yes, yeah, penguin, but uh, yeah, I think that's a skin, though. I don't think that's the actual character itself. Um, yeah, style, a, style, the phone, style, the foam star. So obviously, you know, you're gonna have the different costumes and stuff like that that you'll be able to to put your foam star in, which you know, that's always gonna be uh, that's kind of like a gotcha. Yeah, these look cool. These look pretty nice. Um, and then the upcoming season. So they're giving us a roadmap of what we can expect when it comes to Foam Stars in season twenty, uh, the twenty twenty four season roadmap. So a new season will be every uh five weeks, following season one, which runs from February sixth through March eighth. Foam Stars will offer free and premium season passes, free ranked and extreme party challenges, new music, and in store items, and newly added characters. Maps are available to everyone. So season two, Bari, starts March 9th. 
It'll be a new foam star, over 20 new skins, new extreme party, and a foam star mission update. Um, season three is mid-April, which will be a new foam star, over 20 new skins, and new extreme party. Season four will be mid-May. Three new maps, over 20 new skins, new extreme party, oh, and squad four. and squad mission update. Season five will be late June. New foam star, over 20 new skins, new extreme party, and a squad mission. And then season six, content to be added for season six onward. New foam star, new game mode, this new map, new season passes, additional skins, new extreme party, and squad mission updates. Bari, the, what is one thing that I always say when it comes to these live service games? What do I always, always, always say? You need to have a roadmap and a content outlining what you can expect. Content needs to be there day one, but you also need that if you're going to really do a live service type of game, you got to have that content ready to go in a roadmap. I think this is a really nice roadmap layout for Foam Stars because you're outlining essentially the rest of the year what you can expect with the game when it comes to content. So if somebody is buying into this game or wanting to uh, invest time into the game, they know what they're getting. This is a good way of going about it. I think it's a I think it's a good roadmap. How you feeling? Yeah, um, I I like this roadmap. Uh, they saying here they de- gave you nice detail every five weeks. So you know, a month and a week, uh, there is a new season, and you get a new foam star, other than season four. Um, each season you're getting twenty new skins every season. Uh, extreme party. New foam star mission. Yeah, I, I like it. it. Looks pretty good already from what they're detailing here. Um, looks like it's already going to be a good amount of content uh, released. I already see my skin that I'm using a so already. This schoolgirl outfit look fire. You know what I mean? That's going to be my job rocking with. Uh, hopefully, you can change the color up a little bit. Hopefully, like the the skins aren't just like color swap. Most likely, it's probably going to be that because twenty skins. Or that's probably individual characters that have a different skins. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, they're unique skins that you know you can earn. Uh, but they're probably going to tie that to the battle pass yeah. uh, with that. But yeah, I I, I enjoy Foam Stars again. Um, I do think the whole premium battle pass stuff should just do away with that. Uh, if people want to pay money, they will pay money because some people don't want to actually grind out and earn stuff. You know, if those people just want to get tears or skip whatever, have them pay for that. But having that premium stuff is just is just annoying at this point because I've I, we've we have played a lot of live service games, games of service, and it's just getting tired now. You know what I mean? It's just getting tired. But other than that, and plus, you might be paying for. Let's say you don't play the game and you buy the battle pass. You just bought a battle pass to unlock whatever for a game that you ain't even play you ain't even gonna earn it you get what i'm saying so yeah and i get that but yeah foam star is a fun game uh i like this layout uh from what they are saying here i like the rank play they looking like they're taking rank very seriously the only thing i haven't seen here is rage quitting uh foam stars devs get get with that please uh let us know what's going to happen if somebody rage quits in a game because are we going to get our points are we going to earn whatever because that is very very important when it comes to rank uh in these in these games fighting game developers too man let's get that together grand blue i'm looking at you okay 
arc. I I know this is this off tangent persona, but it's just pissing me off, bro. I need y'all to fix this rage quitting situation or people quitting the matches, man. It, it's pissing me off now. But yeah, Foam Star is looking good. I'm with it. Yes, sir. Yes, Sorry. sir. I think it's great. I think it's great. Um, I just think Foam Stars is releasing at a bad time because too many yeah, other games. Yeah, this is a perfect February. comic game. Yeah, February is just comic game, man. February is just a little too a little too packed for me personally. So, um, you but know. they got a plan detail until yeah. like the summer. So probably even after. So. Yeah, this is saying season five is late June. Season six is whatever afterwards after that. So yeah, summertime they they're gonna have. Almost, they're gonna have six seasons in. So, if you get into the game by then, you know, hopefully you enjoy it, man. I, I, I just want people to give this game a chance, give it a go, learn the game, uh, you know, learn the maps, the characters, and go from there. Yep. But, but uh, yeah, yo, shout out to a stuff guy for the super chat. He says, "Good thing we didn't buy COD." LOL. <laughs> oh yeah, I ain't buy. Yeah, COD. I ain't buy COD either. So we good. And shout out to King Metro. Appreciate you uh, seven months as a member of the Wups Nation. He says, what up, y'all? I just got the platinum for Tekken 8, and I'm going to finish the Yuffie DLC in Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake before Rebirth drops so I can be ready, as you should, man. Congrats yes, on that platinum, yes, too, man. Yeah, congrats on the platinum. Congrats, man. I know Metro was grinding out that, that Tekken. Yes, sir. But, yeah, definitely finish up uh, um, Intermission. It's a fun DLC. It's not super long. You can finish in like depending on it, uh, like ten to like fifteen hours. Um, if you want to get everything, especially when you're doing the Fort Condor, <laughs> if you if you're doing that, it might be a little bit longer because I'm just different. I do have videos on that. If you do follow them steps, you can get past that a little quicker. But mm-hmm. if you just want to go through it blindly, yeah, you're gonna be in there for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, I don't want to show this video because it's got like anime stuff in it, so we might get copyright. So I won't show the video of what's playing, but um, remember, uh, at last year's, uh, PlayStation showcase, I think it was the showcase, uh, they showed off a brand new game. Um, I think this is part of the China hero project, um, called a uh, phantom blade zero, right? We got to look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got to yeah. look at that last year. And, um, so this year they just really, they tweeted out something on uh Thursday, pretty much confirming that phantom blade zero will be getting both an anime, uh, and a, no excuse me not an anime uh we'll be getting a playable demo this year so for those that are excited for phantom blade zero which looks really good uh we will be getting a demo uh for the game this year at some point probably around the summertime closer to summer game fest or something like that i could see i could see this game uh seeing this game uh you know the demo coming out for this but how you feeling you i know this, you're excited is, this for is phantom a different blade zero. one though this is not the the phantom blade uh that we saw that, yes, that it is. showcase yes it is it is? Yes. I thought it was like an anime looking one. I remember no, 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 a... no. They made they made that trailer in celebration. So we dedicated this oh. special trailer as a gift to our fans awaiting Phantom Blade Zero. Wish everyone a happy Chinese New Year. So that was that's not an anime. It's it's just a special trailer that they're doing for the game um, that they did for the game. Because there's another Phantom Blade out there that's on a wish list right now. That's the, That's the same one. That's this game. I'm confused. Phantom Blade Zero that we saw at PlayStation Showcase last year. That's this game. Yeah, I know. Phantom Blade Zero is the one with the whole 
you know, all the stuff. But there's another Phantom Blade that's on the PlayStation Store. But we're talking about Phantom right Blade now. Zero. That's the that's the that's the PlayStation Showcase game. That Phantom Blade. What you talking about? The purple, the the, the girl, right? I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Like girl yeah, because I got that. I got that wish list as well. Um, no, but this is Phantom Blade Zero from last year's showcase. The Souls like. Oh, it's called Executioners. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, I'm with it. Mm-hmm. Uh this this is one of the best showings. Uh, at that 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 showcase. Um. Yeah, a, a demo will be playable very soon within years. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, very exciting. Very excited for that. So shout out to those devs, man. Can't wait to play the demo this year. It's looking like a 2025 or later title, though. So, you know, we might be. That's going to be a minute. big demo because a lot of people thinks like that game is not real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're saying they was working on it and they're looking to release it. I think it's this year or next year or something like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, pretty. it's pretty. it's pretty crazy. So uh, shout out to them. And then uh, this is some kind of wild news, man. Shout out to Genki, man. Genki, man, he he's always on it when it comes to the news, especially uh, from the Japanese side of things as well. Um, so Tokyo JRPG Factory, who were the makers of I Am Setsuna, Lost Sphere, and Oninaki, will be absorbed into Square Enix. According to a public merger announcement published today, Square Enix will take over the rights and obligations of Tokyo RPG Factory. And when, uh, excuse me. Uh, will take over the rights and obligations, and Tokyo RPG Factory will be dissolved. Oh, so the same thing like um, Lunas, like uh, Lunas, Lunas Productions, yeah. They're part of like uh, Creative Business Three when, now, or something like that. When you hear this, Bari, what do you like? What's your thoughts? How you feeling about this? What yeah, do you think? My, my thoughts is the same thing when it came to the Lunas. I don't necessarily think this is a bad thing, like. It's worse if like a studio is closed and you people lose their job. No, you're just you're just being merged within the bigger scope of what Square Enix is with the creative business units. Um, but yeah, I I I have when I saw this news, I saw I I, I love the hell out of Tokyo RPG Factory. I've been dying and waiting for their new game to release. Uh, the last game was Oninaki, which is an amazing game, amazing story. I I, I if if you know me for years. I've highly praised all their games that came out. You know, I mean, it's that old school feeling, that old school, uh, you know, mechanics, storytelling, the music, amazing. So I love the hell out of Tokyo RPG Factory. I just hope that when this news comes, that whatever team they got uh, dissolved into, they still creating whatever they're creating, Mm -hmm. and that can come out and we can play that because I've been dying for a new. Tokyo RPG game since Oninaki, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I can't. Hopefully, everything is good with that. But yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see it as bad as everybody see it because the the vibe was very, very different with Luminous. How everybody was because they were trying to bash for spoken and see this as a bad news. I don't see nobody putting this, painting the picture as far as this was horrible news now for this smaller studio mm-hmm. with Tokyo RPG. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my my stance is the same. I don't think this was a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think. You know, when it comes to I Am Setsuna, Lost Spirit, Oninaki, you know, I own all these games. Uh, I, I think, you know, these smaller style RPGs like this, you know, I don't want these to go away, especially come from Square. You know, I want these type of games to, to continue as well. So um, I do hope wherever, you know, wherever they got dissolved into in terms of team, they're still able to kind of create 
you know these type of games or uh you know contribute to a game that's being made of this type of type of style and whatnot so hopefully that that does continue but we'll see man right um but yeah and shout out to kyle ward 789 appreciate you man becoming a member of webs nation welcome to the webs nation man we appreciate you uh yo and big shout out to uh oh, i thought I, I thought i saw another super chat oh no i saw that right my fault my fault uh but moving on yo we're cruising guys we're almost there um sony's rumors guys this is rumors but we're gonna entertain the rumors man um jeez so sony has a so a, a, a rumor is going around this week that sony has a new handheld console in development and this wouldn't be like a portal this would be a native dedicated handheld device that you can play your ps4 or ps5 games on yo did he just pull out the portal wow jesus christ so according to a known hardware leaker moore's law is dead a non-streaming console is in the works at sony that would natively support and play games in his report mlid um says the device will have a custom AMD APU that is currently in the high-level design phase and is at least two years out and technically not greenlit for launch yet. It's also mentioned that based on talking with developers, the new handheld could maintain native backwards compatibility with PlayStation 4 games while receiving a pro-like patch for PS5 titles. The report does state that the device is still in development, so things are likely to change. It's also unclear about when this could possibly be revealed or released by Sony. Sorry. Guys, this is a rumor. It's not, don't get all excited. Don't get all hyped. It's a rumor. But Bari. I'm hyped. How you feeling? Um, shout out to my man King Thrash. Because he's the first person to hear it. And he's the one that opened my eyes to this, right? When the Q Light was first announced, the code name Q Light, he was like, "Yeah, this is gonna, this is the light version of it, but it's most likely probably gonna be like a, a full fledged version." He didn't have it a name or whatnot, but um, and I always like mm, that kind of makes sense because normally you're not gonna have a code name for a device called Light if there isn't like a premium or another version of it. So, um. Seeing this rumor, if this is true, it does coincide with what uh, you know he alluded to mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to the probably two products there. But yeah, I I I would love this rumor to be true because yeah, as much as I really love the portal and I've been you know playing Grand Blue Relink on it and all that, um, I definitely will more so love a uh, actual dedicated handheld device, especially if it's is a form factor off the portal if it's everything like the portal and you have like legitimate hardware underneath it i think it'll be cool that being said there's a lot of people that will probably think this rumor is is great and they would love this to be true but when that price comes out or when the uh, device actually being shown they're going they're going to turn coat <laughs> yo like, that's what? what that's the yo yeah Yo, that's the point. PlayStation. Yo, that's the point that I'm that I'm talking about too, man. Cause like, yo, being able to play PS4 and PlayStation 5 games, bro. And you know, a lot of PlayStation 5 games are at 60 frames per second. 
So, you know, achieving in well, you know, what's the screen gonna be? L C D, O L E D? Um, is it is it gonna, you know, this is not no two hundred dollar portal. We talking five five, six hundred dollars plus for a handheld. And you know, when it's a Steam Deck or somebody or something like that, or the Asus ROG Ally or whatever, there's no issue. But with PlayStation, a lot of people if, if PlayStation puts out a handheld like this, right? And they say, all right, guys, we're going to jump back into that handheld market and we're going to we're going to put out a device that will allow you to play your PS4, PS5 titles on the go. And it's going to, you know, have good quality and things like that. We're talking six, seven hundred dollars, maybe for something like that. The the thing that people are immediately going to go to is so wait, I have to spend more than the console to play games that I can play on the console for a cheaper for for that at a cheaper price people gonna have an issue with that and it always happens the same time the same way right but you know when you look at a steam deck or something like that you know people will say well yeah i want to or you know the other thing is oh well it's playstation going to support the device and put like its own games on there and also and it's like yo look let me let me shut up i ain't even gonna go down that path listen man at the end of the day you know, if PlayStation puts out, an, I I want PlayStation to put out another handheld and try their hand at the handheld market again, right? Um, if they're putting out a device like this, where like you know you can play a PS4, PS5 titles on a handheld, I think that's great as well, right? That's cool. Um, my whole thing more so is like you got a lot of people saying that they want that, and I and I do believe that there's a lot of people that do want PlayStation to put out another handheld, but I also know when it comes to especially the kind of community that we kind of congregate in, and you look at things. There's going to be a lot of comparison of, oh, well, you know, if this is costing more than a console, I can see a lot of people having issues with that. So if it doesn't cost, if you have to stay, or even at the console's price, four or $500, I can see people having an issue with that. So um, I hope this is true, right? I'm not going to put a lot of stock into this because I just don't, I don't know. We'll see, right? But if it is true, I'm there day one. I'll, I'll have it. But I also know that people saying that PlayStation should do this are also going to be, some of those people will also be the ones complaining about the price. They're like, what is this? This is (laughs) anti-consumer. But, uh, nah, I would love for this to be true, but I'm I'm just sick and tired of some of these rumors coming out. And you know, when it doesn't pan out, there's no accountability towards it, especially on the PlayStation side, man. You know what I mean? A lot of these PlayStation uh, dudes, and I, I don't think Morris Law, I think it's Morris Law that you got it from, right? Yeah. I don't think he's it from Morris Law. Like, not yeah. credible, but I would just like to see a, a leak or some information for PlayStation and it's actually like accurate to what PlayStation is doing. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Honestly, I don't believe, like, you know, I do think there's some people, when it comes to, like, this whole insider thing, there obviously are some people who have a good track record or, uh, you know, a decent track record when it comes to, you know, certain information and things like that. Um, but I think for the most part, a lot of these people, um, and I'm not necessarily talking about this Moore's Law person, I'm, I'm more so speaking in general because I agree with Bari, like, you have a lot of just random people on Twitter putting out quote-unquote insider information on yeah playstation about to buy this company and playstation's about to you know they've got this game and it's just it, 
it'd be bullshit. And it's just like, yo, like I, I block, I've blocked, I start blocking these dudes because like, I don't even want to see that shit on my timeline because I'm not, you know, there's certain people that like if something's being talked about about PlayStation, even if it doesn't pan out to be, even if it doesn't pan out to be true, their track record is why I would kind of still look at it and 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 and, and entertain it. Not saying that it's tr- true or or whatever, but I would entertain the thought of something like that potentially happening at PlayStation or with PlayStation or with a game or whatever. But we'll see. Only time will tell, right? Um, moving on, man. Last bit of news, guys, before we get into membership topics. Big shout out to my boy Zuby. Zuby, well, Zuby, he 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 kind of gave us a gist of like. Because PlayStation, uh, not PlayStation, Naughty Dog have released Grounded 2, The Making of the Last Was Part 2, a documentary. Uh, they released it, uh, I believe, Thursday or Friday, I forget. And um, a lot of information came out of this documentary. I'm going to watch it, um, I don't know, probably tomorrow or like, oh, ne- next week I'm going to watch it. But there's been a nice, uh, Zuby put together a nice gist of what what was kind of talked about and a lot of, like, you know, some key points. But I actually want to talk about Last was part three. First, it's something that Neil Druckmann has said. So, Barry, let's talk about that real quick, and then we'll run through what uh, Zuby posted. Cool? Uh, yeah, cool. It's cool, Persona. Cool. It's cool. So, cool. Uh, Neil Druckmann cool. apparent, uh, Neil Druckmann said this when it came to the Last of Us part, uh, a potential Last of Us part three being made by Naughty Dog. Just based on where we were, I didn't want to prioritize the story, so that story was shelved. And I still believe one day it will see the light of day. I don't know if it's, it'll be a game or a show, TBD. First game had such a clean concept of like the unconditional love a parent feels for their child. And the second one, once we landed on this idea of the pursuit of justice at any cost, justice for the ones you love, it felt like, oh, there's a clean concept here. And there's a through line from the first game about love. If we never get to do it again, this is a fine ending point. And right, last bite of the apple, the story's done. The great thing about working at Naughty Dog is that we don't have to. Um, it's always like, we would love another Last of Us, but if you guys feel like we're passionate about something else, we'll support this other thing. Very privileged position to be in. I, I, I never take that for granted. I've been just thinking about, okay, is there a concept there? And for now years, I haven't been able to find that concept. Uh, but recently that's changed and um, I don't have a story, but I do have that concept that to me is as exciting as one, as exciting as two, um, is its own thing and yet has this through line for all three. Uh, so it, it does feel like there's probably one more chapter to the story. Speechless. <laughs> Bari, you heard it, right? You heard all of that? Um, my boy Neil, talk to me, bruh. Bari, talk to me. Um, there was a part in there I didn't like. What part was that? Um, where he spoke about that they didn't have to do another one. They can end it right here. 
And if the fan base or whoever decides if they want to move on and support something different, they would do that. No. The fan base is showing that they definitely want to see more of The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. But we got a canceled game with the multiplayer. Yeah. I'm happy that you find a concept for Last of Us, Last of Us Part 3. And hopefully that game does come to light. But the angle of what I'm hearing, the, the, the perception of what I'm hearing or the angle of what I'm hearing is just like, I feel like it's not really fan-centered. It's more, okay, it's going off the direction of like, okay. Is there something there? Yeah, yeah like... Because like, Neil, like, cause I, I, remember Neil, I remember Neil said something in... Um, this Washington Post interview with uh with uh Gene Park where or it might it might have been that it might have been something I remember seeing reading about an interview where he was talking about how if there's a story for if they feel that they have something for a Last of Us Part Three then they would make one they don't want to have to make a Last of One Three because they feel like it has to there has to be a third version of the game and the way two ended it kind of ended in a way where there is closure for both. Abby and Ellie to where they both can kind of move on and live their lives and be fine. For me, no, it didn't end that way. Yes, it did. In my opinion. Yes, it did. There's closure. No. Ellie's Ellie, so okay. Ellie's closure is not closure. Closure is not the word I want to use. Acceptance. Acceptance. There's acceptance from both sides. The acceptance of for Ellie. She hated Abby to the point where she went and traveled because she wanted to, you know, kill off the WLF, kill Abby, kill everything she loved, all that stuff, right? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. Didn't do it. Abby fulfilled what she did where she had her vengeance with getting at Joel and moved on, but then found herself in the war path of Tommy and Ellie, but got past that. Now, where there is no closure or no acceptance is Tommy. Tommy is obviously the odd one out, but for Ellie, I think that she's at a point where she's like, all right, it is what it is. Like, you know, it happened. I don't want to keep repeating that cycle, so I'm moving on. For Abby, you remember, she was very cold, standoffish or whatever, but then she found Lay, and they kind of bonded or whatever, and so now she's protecting someone and, and kind of is taking on that Joel role, right? So I feel like, personally, where it is, where it's at is, like, you can not continue. It's kind of like the door's kind of cracked. Let me let me just say that the door's kind of cracked. No, at the end of the day, regardless of what you just said, the way out of Last of Us Two ended, they they couldn't end that game or that franchise right there. Whatever Neil just said there in that little snippet, mm. obviously it ended to them. Yeah, he got a concept for third game, but if he if that part didn't, if they didn't say if he didn't say that part as far as like he got a concept for the third game. And that the show, the game could end right there or it could continue from a TV show or a movie from what he's saying. No, hell no. The way how The Last of Us Part 2 ended, yes, they came to some type of acceptance, but there's no closure yet as far as what Ellie wanted to do, especially yeah. for the first game. Yeah. Or yeah. even now the new branching relationship that uh, Abby has to endure now of I'm having late. to take care of somebody that's next to her, similar to like Joel and, uh, and Ellie well, that, in the first that, game. That's the part that like, so I agree with you on that part. Like, if they would have continued, if if <laughs> yo, and this is why, like, yo, if they would have continued Last of Us Three and it would have been like a movie or a show, yo, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. 
that, and I think yeah, that's, I that's think what he was saying. No, I know that's what he said, but then he's saying that there is something else. So I'm assuming three, you know, that being part three would be a, would be a game. I would hope that, but if they were to continue that as a movie or a show and finish that story out like that, I think even Neil Druckmann knows one that's not that's not fair to the fan. Like to the to, yo, Last of Us start if it would have started as a show and then became a game, that's different. It started as a video game, bro. To even to eat for that for that thought to even creep up, it's kind of scary in itself because yeah, it's like, bro, that's that's, why I that's said scary. Is is off from yeah. what I'm hearing? Yeah, that that's but scary. It came to the conclusion that they it needs to be a game. Yeah, the third game. Yeah, but if that part that wasn't said, I would I would not be happy with that clip that you just yeah said. yeah uh, that part I agree. This game, this story needs to finish in video game form before it becomes a movie or a TV show. Because I wouldn't be surprised if there's a Last of Us movie coming at some point as well. Like, I, I, I'm I, pretty sure they would do some type of Last of Us movie or whatever, but there's still loose ends in Last of Us Part 2 that need to be tied up. I agree with you there. Tommy and his revenge. Lay and, and, and uh, Abby, did they make it to the Fireflies? What's that look like? How did that journey? How did that yeah, journey? How was Ellie's life? Ellie, be yeah. What's like Ellie's back, life? All her family's gone. Is Ellie? You know, does Ellie sacrifice herself? And does the apocalypse end because Ellie is the only cure? And so they, you know, the ending of the game is Ellie, you know, uh, given the cordyceps and and that being able to be be reverse engineered to create a vaccine and a cure that cures the world and the world is able to now know peace because of Ellie. Like, what does that end look like? It should, whatever that end looks like and whatever happens between the time, the, the ending of Last of Us 2 and, the end, uh, and, and whatever the ending of Last of Us 3 is going to be, it needs to be a video game. It has to be. It has to be. It cannot be a show or a movie because for me personally, as a, as a longtime Last of Us fan, as a longtime Naughty Dog fan, I would view that as a slap in the face and a disrespect. Uh, to the to the to the gaming side of your audience, respectfully, that that would be extremely, extremely disrespectful, very disrespectful. And I think Neil and the team know if they did that. Oh man, <laughs> yo! <laughs> I think they know people. People ain't trying to hear that. Not the game. Not the gamers. They know that. They know the gamers ain't trying to hear that. Mm-mm. They know. They know. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That's gonna be nasty. That is gonna be nasty. You hear what I say? But luckily, it's yeah. not gonna be that. So, yeah, like, yeah, like, happy that the concept is there, that they can move forward and make the game. But yeah, all that stuff leading towards that little last fifteen seconds, I was not happy listening to that. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I was like, what? You're definitely not looking at the fan base right there, like. We want more Last of Us. I think it's a great uh, world that you created here. There's so much other story that you can do outside of Ellie or even Abby. That's why, you know, the Last of Us multiplayer online was intriguing because obviously you're going to be branching off and talking about Yo, hold up. people or showcasing people. Yo, Corey, what are you talking about? What are you talking Bro, the game started as a, as a, it's the, the story started in video games. How do you mean the concept doesn't translate in video games? This whole story started as video games. What are we? T- I'm moving on. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not interested in that because because you you you're saying stupid shit and it's gonna piss me off. Um. So we moving on. Um. 
so yeah, you know, like so, saying you want God of War ending in a TV show. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not entertaining. I'm, I'm not. This is what's <laughs> podcast. It's not my personal show. I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm ignoring anything else you say in the chat, Corey, because you, 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 you're not making no fucking sense. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, you know that. You know the, the documentary is gonna be really cool, really exciting. Uh, I can't wait. I'm excited. Uh, I'm gonna watch it. You know, just to kind of see everything else that's being talked about and what's being said. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's the news. That's the show. Uh, so far, you know, and if you made Yo, it this far, give you guys it, not saying that a TV show wouldn't be great. You know, I mean, yeah, continue a TV show because you can get other stories to continue that. But there's no way we're going to have closure for the fans that play the game from a TV show or movie when it comes to the series. You're going to give us closure with a video game. Yes. Yes, you know what I mean. It's, it's okay to disagree with what Neil Druckmann is saying. I think Neil Druckmann is one of the best minds in video games. He Agreed. created some of the greatest games, or was a part of some of the greatest games that I love personally, and also within the industry or the community. But what he said there before that last fifteen seconds, I do not agree with. As somebody that like the video game, I do not agree with the TV show. For me, was like a seven. Hopefully, uh, the, the 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 season two can be better, but ending it in love like that nah man stop it nah. knock it off bro I'm tripping there's so much from the video game i mean from the show that's missing from the game because you know obviously you know make enough of time you don't want the season to be like 30 episodes long or whatever you just lose so much of that storytelling in my opinion at least for a, for a game like for a story like last of us i don't want that to be tied down to 10 fucking episodes or eight episodes or six episodes. And then there's a lot of things cut and, you know, and listen, the last of a show I thought was great. I thought it was, uh, you know, I, I, it was not great. And it was okay. It was good. It was certain things I'd like that. A lot of things I didn't like, but you know, it was, it was, it was watchable. It was cool. I liked it. Right. Um, but when you play last was part one or even last was part two, you see that there's so much more here in this world when it comes to world building storytelling characters and, and and interactions and things like that because it's easier in my opinion at least i think it's it's it's, it's it would be easier to translate that stuff in the game listen at the end of the day last of us started as a game the story is deep as is uh, hold on barry as deep as the storytelling is in the last of us part uh last of us part one or part two that deep storytelling is because it's, it's in game form and it translates well. So whatever they continue on with a storytelling of Last of Us Part 3, it would translate well into, into a video game because that's how this whole story started. All of it. Yo, at the end of the day, how the hell can you play Last of Us Part 2? That's on a gameplay perspective standpoint. And be like, yeah, you can finish this in a TV show. Sit your ass down, please. Expedition. You sound crazy. Quickly. You sound dumb. Sit your ass from, it, it, there's no way you can love that gameplay and be like, yeah, finish that shit in a movie or a TV show. You sound crazy. No matter what you can say, what, no, what type of big words, what type of how you want to form your, 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 your sentences, you sound dumb. Sorry. Sit your ass down, please. Thank Crazy. you. Crazy. But guys, listen, if you've made it to this portion of the show, uh, we are getting into the discussion. So let's give you guys a couple trophies for making it this far. 
pure crazy. Yeah, shout out to Stellar Blade too, man. Almost um, uh, at 542k views off their trailer alone. That strand is at 1.1 million. Uh, Silent Hill is at 7.70 million. Judas at uh, uh, 365 million. Uh, yo, Rise of the Ronin, 470k, 467k. I said million. I mean K, not millions. Um, Dragon Dharma is 260 uh, K. Yep, pretty good. All right, man. So uh, we are in the discussion portion of the show. And uh, with the discussion uh, this month, this week is uh, is Membership Topics Week. And for those who don't know, Membership Topics is where uh, the members of the Webs Nation, uh, you know, we put the post down in the community tab. You know, what topics do you want us to talk about or, you know, whatever questions you want to ask that's related to PlayStation or, you know, uh, PlayStation adjacent or whatever. And, uh, you know, we talk about it here on the show. So this week uh, we got some questions. We got some good ones, Barry. So uh, let's start with the first one, man. Shout out. Shout out to uh, Tricelsius, man. Appreciate you, bro. And uh, Tricelsius, he says uh, his three. Uh, he got three. Woo. Oh, he shit. says he on a unicorn level. What's good? What's going on at, at, excuse me. He says, what's going on at Atlas? This is the millionth time they released another flavor of Persona 3. Persona, get your people in order, sir. <laughs> hey, yo, listen, just because my name Persona don't mean I I, I, I make the rules that uh, at uh, Atlas, you feel me? And uh, my name is Persona not because of the games. It's actually because of uh, a name I got in middle school. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, listen, Persona 3 is the remake. I think people, I think when it comes to the Persona games, though, I think Persona, the Persona games have found a new audience within, you know, later within its life here, uh, especially with Persona 5, that being so uh, captivating and, and reaching the success that it's gotten. I think Atlas is looking like that and saying, okay, we found a new audience with Persona. Let's capitalize off that, get them up to speed with the old titles because they had P3 Portable, P4 Golden. And now we got P3 Remake that just dropped. I'm pretty sure we're going to get P4 Remake. And then obviously they're going to do Persona 6. And then now you got Metaphor, which looks Persona inspired as well. So I think Persona, because Persona has been around since uh, what, PS2, Bari? PS1, PS2? So I just think, I just think with the, with gaming being where it's at now, it's reached a larger audience and Atlas is trying to capitalize. And get that interest yeah, Persona, up even more. Persona, the Persona series never been popular. Uh, they, their games will sell 500k to almost a million tops when it comes to their games, but it's never been popular yet. Persona Five is the most popular thing. It sold like over five million or something like that. Um, and yeah, they it, with a new generation, there's always going to be new audience, like Persona said. So that's why they re releasing these games. Uh, just to see if people like, oh, since you like Persona 5, hey, you might as well like Persona 3, Persona uh, uh, 4. The ones that they ain't remaking or remastering is the, the original ones, because those are completely different. 3 is the one that actually changed the franchise to how it is, and why every Persona game has like the same type of beat within the story is because of uh, Persona 3. But mm -hmm. yeah, Persona 3 is the first one I played uh, when I was in college. Um, so it's good to see like it get this reception. Um, uh, now, uh, with the with the reloaded, 
Uh, but yeah, it is. It's never been a popular uh, series uh, at all. Mm-hmm. But yep. And then uh, second question uh, from Tricelsius. He says, "How do you guys manage your work-life balance to include time with significant others?" Uh, family and all friends and gaming hardcore and studying and learning new life skills. Hmm. Right, you want to start us that's, off? Oh, that, that's the that's the million dollar question right there. I don't think um you can never perfectly balance everything from from my experience. You know, yeah, there's always gonna be things that's more important, uh where that comes first. And then you trickle down from everything from there. But yeah, gaming, you know, never comes. Uh, it's never the priority over your personal life uh, with your significant other, your family, friends, you know, studying or work. That is always like the, the aspect. There's a good little, um, I forgot who said it, but it's like a nice little segment where he had like a jar and he filled it up with like golf balls and then fill it up with sand and they kept asking, can this fit? Can it fit? And it was like relating, like, you know, life, your most important things like a golf balls and the sand will fall into place because sand fits wherever. But if you put the sand before the golf balls, the golf balls could never fit because your priority is the things that will fall outside of the things that's more important, like the golf balls. You, you won't have time to fit the most important things of your life. So I don't know if you ever seen that video, but it was a great video. It. Yeah. And um yeah, that's 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 I about I the college professor. The like you gotta have your the things that you prioritize most important first, then everything can mm-hmm. fall into place. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I agree with that. Um I think when it comes to when it comes to like, you know work life balance and, and you know, family and all these other things, gaming and things like that, you know. Gaming is, is, you know, gaming for me has always been like a big passion of mine. Um, but there's also been times in my life that I've stepped away from gaming to handle real life business. You know, as much as I love the game, as much as a game is a passion and my hobby and, and things that I love to do, you know, I have no issue stepping away from gaming if it means that I need to get something done. Um, but also, you know, during the week, depending on like, you know, what's going on. I might not game like if, like if I got like big project or a lot going on mm-hmm. at work or something like that, or, you know, studying, you know, like, you know, there's certain things in my career that I'm, that I'm doing right now that I'm working towards, you know, I might not game for like a week or the whole week where like I'm too tired or I'm just not in the mood and I'll like watch a show and go to bed or whatever. You know, I might not game for two weeks, <laughs> you know, who knows, right? Like there's times where I, I step away to get things done. Um, but it's also about prioritizing, you know, priorities and prioritizing your time. Right. Um, something that I always tell people that like, we're like, Oh, you know, I want to get into, they say, they want to get into it or do whatever. Um, I always tell them like, look, you know, I love gaming as well, but you have to be able to like, if your friends is calling you say, Hey, you know, get on, we about to play COD or we about to play this game or you want, you know, this brand new game's coming out. You have to be mentally disciplined and strong enough to say, you know, um, as much as I want to play this, I need to study right now. So I have to put that to the side, you know, and if you don't have the mental fortitude and, and the discipline to do that, then 
you know, you, you're there is there's never going to be balance. So I think it's important to to be disciplined enough to know when you need to step away to get things done, right? Albeit, you know, learning, you know, studying, learning new skills, your work, um, you know, being with your, you know, your significant other or whatever it is, you have to be disciplined enough to know how to pri- how to prioritize and build out your time. Um, but yeah, and then the third question from Tri, great question by the way, Tri Celsius. Third question is, what do you dig? What do you dig in for in a game that keeps you coming back for more gameplay? Gameplay, gameplay mechanics. Um, that's something that I'm really big on when it comes to games that I'm playing. And if the gameplay isn't there for me, um, it'll be hard for me to come back again to a game. I may sit, you know, suffer through it in, for the first time, but in terms of coming back, I won't. The gameplay's got to be there. Even if it's got a good story, the gameplay isn't good to me personally. I won't come back. What about you, Barry? Yeah, I think gameplay is definitely the the, the key answer. Cause yeah, like if you have like specific type gameplay, like if you have like a like a parry or like a perfect guard or like a like a perfect dodge or like slow down when it comes to that stuff, yeah, I'll be there all day, every day. Um uh, when it comes to those specific mechanics. But yeah, story is also something that can keep me compelling because there's games that the gameplay hasn't been like super, super crazy, but the story is very captivating. I can keep on playing that. And if I love a story and if I love the lore, I can keep playing that. So like, I like, for someone to hear me say this all the time, like I like when games have like a dictionary and a glossary where I can just, I, I can just read through these diaries. I can read about the enemies. I can read about, that can keep me going and playing a game continuously as well because mm-hmm. i just love those aspects of just learning everything about it yep so yeah like deep gameplay good story and specific like glossary the dictionaries enemy intel i i love that i love that shit yeah 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 uh shout out to uh pre- appreciate you trust us as being a member and you know having those questions those are great questions man shout out to uh henry heckman he said uh playstation handheld rubens we talked about that so you know we got that out the way and then a uh, shout out to Henzu Hattori, man, being a member on the channel, man. Appreciate you. He says, what up, Fomies? Regarding the lack of PlayStation first party roadmap, what do you think we, what map do you, wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on, rewind. Uh, regarding the lack of PlayStation first party, or 1P on first party roadmap, do you think we don't have one is due to, do you think we don't have one is, do you think the reason why we don't have one is due to the lack of competition and most third party uh, doing deals, seeing the demand for PlayStation five, like how it was for PS2 gen PS3 was tough. So they had to rely on their studios going forward. Sorry for the long post and keep doing what you do. Uh, keep doing what you do, bros. Yeah. Appreciate you. Kenzo. Um, yeah. I think when it comes to PlayStation first party, Honestly, I really think PlayStation is keeping things really close to the chest because they really want to, because, well, here's two or three answers, right? One, I think because PlayStation is at this standard and has this level of standard for their studios and, and the type of quality, like when you think PlayStation, you think quality. When you look at PlayStation games, especially first party you expect that quality. You want to see that quality. PlayStation knows it. PlayStation Studios knows it. Um, and I think that's 
one reason why PlayStation is being very careful and meticulous when it comes to how, when, and where they show and announce their first-party games and or roadmap. Now, when it comes to uh, it being due to the lack of competition, I mean, Nintendo is still competition to PlayStation. As much as people try to not say they're not, they're in their own lane, that's bullshit, right? They're still competing for gamers and, and money and things like that. So, no. Like, they're, they're, there's still competition there. Um, I just think for PlayStation, they are... I think they're just giving the, the developers time. Now, for us, we're the consumer or the gamer, you're looking at that and saying, well, you know, we need to at least see the games. And I think for PlayStation or their studios, they're saying, we don't even want to show you it until it's in a specific state. Right. Um, and shout out to Robert uh, over at Sony Ben, Robert Morrison, because he um, talked about this where, you know, how gamers can be pretty. And I'm paraphrasing. It's not like one for one with what he said. But I know uh, he talked about how, like, you know, uh, gamers can be very judgmental over something that isn't as polished, even if you're being just showing it off one first impression, pretty much first impressions are important. And so I think with PlayStation, they're taking that to heart and want to make sure that their games are in a specific state. For me, though, on the other side, I'm just like, yo, we need to see something, you know, because it has been a while. From the third party, the second and third party perspective, we're definitely seeing PlayStation be much more. um, They've always been like, you know, strong when it comes to partnerships and getting those deals and stuff like that. So I think they're kind of just locking those down and using that as the buffer while they give their own studios the, the, the time that they need to build what they're building. Yeah, Barry, what you got? Um, I just think the only difference that we're seeing here is the fact that PlayStation hasn't announced or, sh- or, 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 yeah, pretty much announced or revealed any of the games from first-party studios. There's a lot of first-party games being announced and played, uh, but first-party studios, the approach to market these games are much different now. PF4 will see these games two years, three years out, where they will let you know what the studio is making. Uh, look at Ghost of Shima. That game was shown at um, Paris Games Week in 2026, and then the game came out in 2020. Uh, 2026 or 2016? 2016, my bad. 2016. 2026. Yeah, because I was thinking like 2020s or whatnot. Um, And the game came out like 2020. It's just a different marketing approach Um, where now the first party studios aren't being, these games aren't being revealed or shown, but what's being shown is the the marketing deals, the the the, the publishing, the published games that PlayStation is doing. It's just a different approach as far as marketing. Obviously, we would love to. See, I don't think it's the lack of uh, competition. It's just the lack. Of, it's just more so different marketing approach. I've always said that I love the the marketing approach of the the PlayStation Four because we knew what was coming in the present. We knew what was coming in the future and beyond in the future of the place consistently when it came to the PS Four. So you always had that that game on your mind or that game that you're currently playing now. Like what not, the different approach on PS5, you just played an uh, amazing game like Spider-Man 2, but we don't know what's coming after that as far as any other first-party studio uh, from PlayStation. It's a big difference. Not saying that they're not working on it, then we know they're working on something, but the marketing approach is just different. 
Um, but I don't think it's a lack of uh, competition or anything. But yo, what what had me stumbled, Persona, mm. is the fact that Tetsuya Nomura, the god, the legend, uh, Noisy Pixel just came out and announced saying that Nomura wants to make a new Dissidia Final Fantasy game. What is one thing I've been saying for 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 a long time on here? That I want to see when it comes to a remake, remaster, or whatever, or a new game. You definitely been the talking City about series. the city of. Yo, come on, man! Come on, man! Yeah, that's My that, bad. that'd be dope if that happens. Nah, but I, I agree with I agree with everything you're saying too with uh with Henzo's question. Um, hopefully PlayStation kind of you know gives us that roadmap with a with a showcase this year, but I won't hold my breath. <laughs> Uh, but yo, Henzo, appreciate you for the question, man. And a shout out to Unicron, right? Appreciate you for the uh for the for the question or questions. <laughs> he says, "Okay, I'm keeping it light today. I've only got three questions because I'm busy with games to play and well seasoned chicken to eat." He says, "Near Autonoma uh, is genuinely regarded as a cult classic now, especially with characters like 2B. With that in mind, do you feel that Stella Blade could also become a cult classic?" judging by what you've seen so far. For example, cosplays, figurines, posters, anime series, and obviously more games. Absolutely. I can see that. Yeah. I can yeah. see that for sure. I can I can definitely see that. Yeah. Um, if the game is as good as Near Autonomy, then yeah, I definitely can see Eve, the character, expanding. Mm-hmm. Cosplay is already going to happen, but I can see figurines. Oh, yeah. Cosplay on Near? Please, yo. Wait yeah. till them Comic-Con conventions. What? Them cosplays are gonna be crazy with with, with near with uh I mean hopefully uh, Eve is as as can get as big. I don't think she's gonna be as big as like two B or whatnot, but no. hopefully she can be as big where she can be a guest appearance on different games mm-hmm. and whatnot. So yep. I think that'll be uh uh dope. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. When the game fully releases, this is definitely a, a, a question or a standpoint you can come back to. Yeah, I was gonna say judge. I think it's I think it's hard to answer this question right now because we haven't played the game. All we're really going off of is trailers and gameplay gameplay trailers and whatnot after i actually sit down play the game see eve as a character how she's developed the different costumes the the story the combat and everything i'll be able to better answer that question but from first looks of what we've seen with trailers and things like that i can definitely see the appeal of eve growing um within like cosplay communities and things like that um and then his second question is it's been a rough year since the dual sense it's been oh no excuse me it's been roughly Rough. one year since the DualSense Edge released. What three color variants do you want PlayStation to release the DualSense Edge in? Give us your full-blown makeup marketing, marketing names. Here's my three. Ashen Red, Photon Silver, Infinity Black. <laughs> so, first off, the three colors that I would want um, with, uh, <laughs> with the DualSense Edge is absolutely Black, Red, and um and uh like a, a um gold like a gold one either gold or a clear see through I remember those clear see through I wouldn't mind like a clear yeah, see through controller I'm surprised PlayStation don't do clear see throughs yeah clear see through controllers anymore but the names uh that I would do for those colors would be uh for the clear see through I would call it transparent for um. The red, I would call it, um, 
seeing red. <laughs> like anger. Yeah, like seeing red. And uh, for black, I would call it blackity black. <laughs> I hate my gun because he's black. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I hate the black on the piano. I hate the back of Forrest with a snack. I would love to see a like a dark navy type blue or midnight type blue. Um, and I would call it midnight blue. Um, I would love to see uh PlayStation gray, so I'll call it classic gray. Mm. And then the last color I would like to see is like a like a fusion of colors, so it's like a tealish, greenish, bluish color. Uh, and it's just like it's kind of like metallic bit. So I would say like a metallic tealish color. Mm. It's not fully teal. But it's like a mixture of all those colors together. You ever seen them like mixtures of like paintings and whatnot? And just like a, it's like a a flow of different colors. Like as it progresses down, I like it some like so. It will start off really bright, but then it would end up like dark or something like that. Yeah. Um. Hey, hold up, man. Cause yo, my, my names were definitely terrible. I know, I know. I I'm I'm thinking on the spot right now. Black, I would probably say midnight or something like that. Go ahead, go ahead, midnight gray. Midnight black. Midnight Black. Yeah. Oh, uh, J-R-C said no yeah, offense. No offense. That. that was horrible. Yeah, my, all, all my names was terrible. I know. What was the other name? Seeing Red and Transparent. Seeing Red is actually kind of cool, though. That's like a abstract uh, naming. So if it's Seeing yeah. Red, like you're seeing anger. So it's like an angry Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red. Yeah, Seeing Red and Transparent, because, you know, clear. I think Transparent is a nice, would be a nice color for it. Transparent, you know. But the black one, call it, call it, call it X ray. X ray? Nah, X-ray no, you is don't. Different well, no, yeah, I was, <laughs> you don't see through with an X ray, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Var, you funny, bro. It <laughs> <laughs> said X ray. Hey, yo, bro. <laughs> yo, go ahead. What's your last color name? I don't know the last color what I would call it. I would call it like cosmic or we already got a cosmic. Um, oh, but for Dulcens, yeah, yeah, it'd be different. Yeah, Dulcens. I would call it something like uh, fusion. I don't know. I don't even know what I would call it. To be honest with you. Okay. Oh, okay. rivers of blue. That would be dope. rivers of blood. That's dope. Rivers of blood. Yeah, that is. That's dark right there. Yeah, that's kind of that's a little too dark. I don't know if PlayStation's gonna do that. Um, but then uh, shout out to Unicron for the third question. He says, "Barring Persona, give us the first three things that comes to mind when you think about PlayStation. It could be anything, hardware and software, their current direction in gaming, etc. Literally anything." All right, so Bari, I'm gonna say PlayStation, and the first thing, three things come to your mind. Bari, first three things come to your mind when I say PlayStation. Crash. Hmm. Uh, variety. Mm. Um, best single player games. Mm, okay. First three things that come to my mind when I when 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 I think of PlayStation is uh quality. Um, innovation. 
Um, Final Fantasy. I was gonna say Final Fantasy, but <laughs> yeah. when you think about PlayStation, I always think about like Crash because that, that was like the first thing. Yeah, yeah. It pops in my head. It was like that Crash demo and all yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but great questions, Unicron. We always appreciate uh, you know, give these thought provoking Unicron, questions. Unicron's the artist. Yeah, he's always the hardest, man. Uh, yo, shout out to Bird, man. Appreciate you, Bird, being a member of Whoops Nation. He says, I need a serious answer. All right, Barry, we got to get serious. <clears throat> serious answer here, Barry. After the state of play, which was Eve's best outfit? Oh, I got top three. Oh, you, I got you, top three. you trying to start a fight. Hold up. Let me, let me, let me, let me pull up that trailer. Cause I'm a, 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 I'm a visibly show you the top three outfits. You know what I think? <laughs> one, number one. Good. The bomber jacket and jeans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm, number mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Number two. It's not the, it's not the checker. It's not the red checker, but the black one. This one right here with a hoodie, the gold and black checkered one right in the beginning when she was walking you're gonna see it yeah this one this this the gold this, the gold version oh the gold the version. version so you know red and black yeah. my favorite colors so this 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 one is definitely one of my favorites and i said this even during the state of play live reaction this yeah. was definitely one of my favorite outfits keep going they got the gold they got the black and gold version to that that's the second one the third one is actually a very surprising one it's the actual the outfit that we see, the green, the green and white joint. Mm-hmm. There's a other version in the combat scenario that she's doing where it doesn't have all of the 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 tie and the front stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like that suit, I see that suit is amazing. So that's the third one right there. Mm-hmm. As you as you play the trailer, keep playing the trailer, you're gonna see the version of the suit I'm talking about. Okay. Um so the- yeah, those are my top three right there. But the best one is the bomber suit, right? The bomber yeah, jacket the- and the jeans, hundred percent. First one that for me, Tasha Fierce. So first one for me is hands down uh, this outfit right here. Uh, this one was just a fire outfit with the hoodie, right? I was just like, yeah, this is fire. Second outfit for me is uh, the one with the bomber, the bomber jacket. This outfit right here, fire with the bomber jacket, the jeans, the, the heels, fire. Third outfit for me is where is it? Um, there was like an MK kind of uh, the old school MK like uh, uh, female. Uh, oh, this version. the gold one you talking about right here? No, the gold one I'm talking about. No, no, the no. Beginning of the trailer, what she's? Oh yeah, you're right there. Yeah. yeah, this one you talking about? This one? Yeah, I know this one. Yeah, that one. That one is nice too. Actually, this one is really nice. Yeah, this is a nice, that gold is nice. Gold and black, that's yeah, nice. The but the other black. one is, uh, where is it? I think this is. She no, actually have one. a jacket on top of her original outfit, too. That's on the heat, too. There's a third one. Um, yeah, see the gold one right there? Yeah, I need that. Yeah, an original suit. Yeah, that's that's three for me. I'm trying to find the trailer. I can find it. I mean, not the trailer, the outfit, um, where she had on that, uh, that school outfit. Oh, I know what you're talking about. That's in the middle of the trailer. That's the middle? Oh, that all black and gold is fire, too. Yeah, that was that perfect. 
I ain't gonna lie, this yeah. outfit right here. You see, you see where you just you see, go go to like the 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 two minute and thirty yeah, something second. This uh, outfit, part. this outfit right here, that might be number three for me. This is this is a nice outfit. You said two minutes. Oh, and the 30. dress. Yeah, that one is. Yeah, that's said two fire. minutes and thirty. Oh, this green one. Yeah, it's the a green different version of the original suit. Look at this joint. This joint look fire, bro. I actually do the little oh, comment. Oh, oh, damn. Oh yeah. Oh, That's this is number dope. Three for me. Yeah, see? That's number three for me, bro. That's Eve showing Eve. Yeah. <laughs> yo, yeah, I ain't even. Right yo, that's crazy. Okay. Yo, Guat, what up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, red yeah. dress. I know the school outfit that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I can't find I can't find it. But yeah, that school outfit would be number three for me. But that fact, nah, this one. This one number three right here, boy. This one. Proper. Oh yeah, the dress. Yeah. Proper. I like I like the back of the dress too, like the little metallic stuff on the top. Yeah, yeah, it looks dope. Great question, Bird man. Appreciate you, bro. That was a dope question. And shout out to J Row. He says whatever you, uh he says whatever y'all want to talk about uh or the latest PS podcast. <laughs> Appreciate you, J Row. And then uh shout out to Harlem. Let's PS talk Gamer. about let's talk about fingernails and why is it so addicting to bite? I don't bite my nails. You bite your nails? Are you really biting your nail right now? I know you're not doing that right now on the podcast. You bite your nails? Yeah, I do. Oh shit, nah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. Um, and then shout out to Harlem PS Gamer, uh, for the for the topic this month and being a Whoops Nation member. He says, Kojima being a legend. To be honest, I think he's highly overrated. Yo, don't say that, Harlem. You're going to get them boys and girls after you. I think... So, listen. I think Kojima is a legend. Um, I don't think he's overrated. Yeah, he's a legend. He's definitely created some really great games within his career. I don't think Kojima... I don't think Kojima is overrated. What I do think is... I ain't even going to say that. I ain't even going to say that because people are going to get mad at that. No, nah, I think he's a legend. Kojima, Kojima innovates within game development or how games are being presented. Like, really and truly, he makes some of the best trailers. Mm -hmm. Like, even even for me, Death Stranding wasn't a game that captivated me, but I can say, like, yo, the way how he uh, showcased the game, it's very, it's it's captivating. Where yes. it gets you that interested, like, oh, let me check this out. If you didn't like it, you didn't like it, but at least you got to that point where you check it out. Also. There's no way you cannot consider Kojima a legend, especially, you know, just playing for the Metal Gear series, like on how those games innovate. Some of the stuff that I get those games do, other games still can't even do to this day. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Or haven't done. Like the way how Death Stranding 2 looks on a visual level, it surpasses everything that was shown. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful game. You know what I mean? And that's coming from him. That's coming from his studios and whatnot. So I'll definitely say he's a legend. Um, yeah, his games can be have that quirkiness in there. And I think a lot of people is still wanting some type of Metal Gear uh solid type game. But at the end of the day, to say that he's not a legend and that he's overrated, I think that's highly disrespectful because he definitely put out a lot of work and he his his resume is is it speaks plush. for it speaks for that's, itself. Yeah, that's the reason why you see the Sony's, the 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 Xboxes going for him to 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 partner up with him to create games. You know what I mean? And they're saying that you can do whatever you want to do. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just, that's just a 
the truth of the matter. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Kojima is definitely a legend. You know, uh, a lot of respect for Kojima, and a lot of people in the industry respect Kojima as well. So, yeah, yeah, he he's he's a legend. But uh, yo, listen, guys, those are the membership topics. You know, uh, remember, guys, you know, if you are a member on the channel, you could definitely give us a membership topic or questions or whatever um, that we that we ask that we answer here on a on a podcast at the start at the first podcast every month. And uh, yo, shout out to Jenna Hayes, man. Appreciate you for the super chat. They say, uh, when go when are we going to see Whoops hanging out in New York? Would be cool to see Persona and Bari discussing games at a nice restaurant. Oh, Whoops hangout. Whoops hangout. Yeah. Uh, let's get to five thousand yeah. yeah. subscribers. Yeah. We'll set up a Whoops hangout for sure. Yep. Yep. We New Yorkers, so we like goals. Exactly. Okay? We get to 5K subscribers here on our YouTube channel. Yeah, we do a Whoops We'll do that. Up. Yeah, we'll do a Whoops Hangout and do that. For sure. So hit that subscribe button. Share the channel, the yep. video. Yep. And let's, let's, let's hang out. Yep. Let's get, let's get those goals completed. But yes, great question. I, yeah, I like great that. Question. I would definitely love to do a Hangout. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I'm very goal-oriented, so... Yep. Uh, but yo, man, let's. I think five K is a good one. I think five K is definitely reachable. It's a good goal. But uh, listen, guys, we are at the end of the show, and if you made it this far, give you guys some trophies. And of course, that lovely, lovely. Hey, you guys have one fifty one platinums, man. Y'all getting up there in the plats? Oh man. Yo, 151 episodes, man. Yeah, man, we getting up there. You know, we'll be at 200 soon. Imagine if we did podcasts on the the, the games that we're anticipating. Persona, we'll be at, uh, we'll be like at 170 or something like that. 180. Probably like 5,000. I'm talking about episodes. Oh, episodes? Yeah, we'll probably be at like, you know, (laughs) 5,000. Because, you know, we we love everything, remember? Oh, Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. But, yo... Guys, we are in the outro, man, and we appreciate everybody coming through, rocking us here with us here on What's Up PlayStation Podcast. Shout out to the Whoops Nation members, the Whoops uh, Nation uh, subscribers, anybody finding our channel for the first time. We appreciate you. With that being said, let's get into our outros. Bari, starting with you. Give us your outro. Let the people know where they can find you, what you got coming to your personal channel. Let them know. Let the people know what's up. Yeah, great show, guys. We appreciate all the the you know, comments and, you know, discourse that we have uh, when we do our shows. They, yeah, we don't have to agree on everything, but we need another Last of Us game. I don't care what you say or what, <laughs> you know, I'm going back to that. We need another Last of Us game. But, yeah, uh, it was a great week in PlayStation, man. Hopefully you guys did enjoy the show. If you did, hit the like button. Subscribe if you're new. If you really, really enjoyed, hit that join button and become a Wups Nation member and, uh, you know, get familiar with the channel, man. Uh, but as for me, I'm Jay Barry. You can find me, Jay Barry, on my YouTube channel. Um, you can find Jay Barry underscore on Twitter. Um, and this week, the same um, norm, we're going to be doing some Final Fantasy content that's coming Monday, every Monday, 8 a.m. Eastern time. I have a new episode of The Waiting Room for Rebirth. Very, very excited for that. Um, going to have my overall state of play, that's talk, um, you know, discussion video coming next week as well. Uh, a Grand Blue Fantasy Relink review is definitely coming. Um, so be on the lookout for that. And I will be having like a breakdown of characters 
definitely going to start with Lancelot, of course. Um, but I will, I will, I will like you know uh, stagger those uh, videos out there. The boss videos are coming too. Some of them is already uploaded, ready to go. But I'm just still deciding when I want to release them. That's due to people, you know, and you know how spoiler uh, <laughs> sensitive they can be uh, with that. Even though if you post up boss number one. They were like, oh, spoilers. You know I mean? <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. But other than that, man, uh, we are going to do our reaction to the state of play um, this Tuesday. Yeah, this Tuesday for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Don't spoil the game, please. And uh, to see you in the more, thank you. Yes, create that Decidia game. But that's pretty much it for me. A lot of content coming. Just be on the lookout if you guys enjoy that stuff. If you don't, Hey, it is what it is. It's still coming. Pause. But yeah. Hit the like button. Thank you. Episode 151. It's a lot of episodes. We are cruising. Thank you for supporting What's Up Places podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Uh, and as for me, man, I'm Persona. I was your host this week, man. You can follow me on Twitter at Persona Speaks. You can also sub- subscribe to my YouTube channel, Gaming with Persona. I was going to do the road to rebirth, but. You know, uh, Relink kind of just has its hooks in me, and I'm not going to beat that game in time. So I was like, I'll you know, be on that shit. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I was going to say right after this, I'm, I'm going to be on it. So, um, yeah, that that's not going to happen, unfortunately. But uh, I am going to do a Wimp Persona Speaks next week. Um, it's been a while, so, you know, and it's a new month. So, you know, we're going to do that. And uh, I am going to start putting up my own boss fights of uh, Granville Fantasy Relink. And I'm going to put my thoughts out there on the game. And I'm going to talk about uh, Siegfried, best character in the game to me personally. Uh, and just talk about you know his play style and i'm working on his build once i get his build right on what i personally feel works best for my play style and how i play and maximize my damage and and things like that that's when i'm going to put a put out uh like a a a sig free guide based off my play style um so that's something i will do um and uh i'm probably going to stream my ultimate difficulty playthrough of granville fantasy relink um that's probably something that i will do but i want to get my i want to get all my characters proper before i do that so that you know we can kind of you know we can do that so that'll be something that happens at some point as well but you can subscribe to my youtube channel gaming with persona and uh yeah man make sure you guys subscribe to this youtube channel what's up playstation podcast like comment subscribe all that good stuff man uh we on that road to 5k so, you know, every every subscribe, every like, every share helps us get that much closer to our goal this year of getting to 5K. So, you know, definitely share the, share the stream. Uh, for those that, are wa- that might watch this later, we appreciate your support as well. And for those that might be watching this on uh, the other podcast strap platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever, uh, we appreciate your support as well for listening to us, man. And with that being said, um, another one in the books, man. Oh, episode 151 in the books. And, uh, you know, always remember, guys, What's Up PlayStation Podcast is a podcast for the community and by the community. And we'll see you guys next Saturday. Same time, same place, same crew to Whoops crew. And we out, guys. Peace.